We are Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, the podcast. Find us on all the social media platforms, if you have not already, at HMOA number six P-A-C-K. That's on uh, Twitter and Instagram. If you uh, go to Facebook and you just do a random search for Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, you'll see uh, this little group. Green. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where I was going with that. Oh, little green logo. <laughs> With a couple of guitars crossed and our logo, we're very easy to find. And go and give that page a like. And you know what? Go tell your buddies to like us. If they listen to music, they'll love us. I promise. Because we, you know, we talk a whole shitload of music. Yeah, See? we do. And we drink a bunch of beer. And then chaos ensues. <laughs> the downward spiral. Hence episode yeah. 11, 12, 14, 15. Um, One through. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Ooh, uh, uh, uh. We got a full house today. We have all of our uh, we have all of our existing hosts. Hostesses. We have. Uh, damn it! I edited. It. I cut that out the first time, and then you just threw it right back now, in there. Now, do you mean like the hostess, like the, like with the mostest? No, with the hostess no, no, with the no, no, most. No. That's exactly. Where I'm gonna go with the, <laughs> oh, yes, we're gonna go with like the snack cakes, hostess. We're all cupcakes. If you've never met us before, like we have JV opinion. We have Anthony. The, I'm a ho ho. The ho ho. Double the ho. And we have Marcus. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Swiss roll, if you must. I'm a Swiss roll. <laughs> oh, sweet That's a fancy term. Swiss roll. I feel like we I lost. I feel like bun. we lost this episode like three seconds into it, but that's because okay. Because we talked about Swiss rolls. Swiss rolls it. are pretty metal. I love Swiss rolls. Twinkies are also fairly metal. Twinkies are bad. You know how many chemicals are in Twinkies? You know how many chemicals can't kill Twinkies? Do you remember that? That like there was a couple of years where like Twinkies like disappeared. Yeah, and, they, yeah, and then they, they came back because I think they, they figured out the error of their ways. It's like we could be making billions right now if we just brought back the Twinkies. Well, do you know what happened? Um, Zombieland. Uh, with snowballs, fucking the, snowballs. Yeah. <laughs> Zombieland happened. The consistency. And they got this huge resurgence, <laughs> and they were like, "Whoa, all right." But now they're making like four different the, kinds yeah, of freaking Twinkies. It's like Oreos, they just fuck it up. All right, so we we have a we have a pretty the Oreo flavored. We have a pretty okay episode lined up for you today. And, um, <laughs> like why? Yeah, just let what? them talk in the background. Don't worry, guys. I'll talk to you. What's up, podcast <laughs> listeners? Um, Priorities. We have a uh, we have a pretty good episode lined up today. I think. Yeah. Now I um I dwelling know. in the unknown. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and start this uh this uh this radio shit show if you don't mind. Fire away, sir. All right, I didn't originally bring a news a news article with me, but this fell in my lap five hours ago. Heavy opinions. I'm back. The influence. Oh man, I drank way too much. And uh, we talked about it before, so I figured I would uh, 
Well, at this point, six hours ago. Um, we talked about this before, so I figured I would uh, bring like it up a follow as, a, up. as a follow-up. We mm-hmm. got some follow-up. If you guys remember, I believe it was episode 14. Mm-hmm. These, all these episodes run together because, I mean... We're, we're doing for half of them. It is well, called over a six-pack. Well, there's that, and like we're recording one, and I'm still editing another, and like I am just get confused as to where, I'm at, where I am. Um, but, here. but episode 14, we talked about no effects and those uh, those um, fantastic comments they decided to make during their uh, their their live mm-hmm. uh, their live show. So uh, no effects uh, via Instagram is actually followed up. Uh, this is a repost uh, from at Fat Mike Dude, uh, and I'm gonna read verbatim, and then I figure we could discuss after after I read verbatim. So I'm gonna actually read this post. Fuck it! Exclamation point. I'm not supposed to talk about it, but because of the comments we made in Las Vegas, every NoFX show has been canceled in the U.S. We did not drop off the shows. We were not told that NoFX is not welcome to play. I'm, I'm sorry. We did not drop off of the shows. We were told that NoFX is not welcome to play any big venue in the United States. No joke. NoFX has effectively been banned in our country. This is not our choice, but it is our reality. We are very sorry to our fans, especially the ones in Austin. For now, we are playing in Europe, Mexico, and Canada. The Pumpkin Drublick Festival is still happening in Europe and other continents. I'm trying my best to bring it back to the U.S., but a lot of people don't want it to happen. It fucking sucks. We made a mistake. We apologize. We got to suffer the consequences. Maybe it ain't fair, but whoever said life was. We are just very thankful that our fans are being so supportive. Thanks to all of you. See you all in Slovenia tomorrow. Thank God for the rest of the world. <laughs> Thank God for Europe. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna say that that's pretty brutal. I think it's. Uh, I feel like there's worse things that have been done. With said, l- done. All of the above, with a much uh, weaker consequence. Nugent. I now this was um th- this was a repost of an Instagram post from one of the band members who was obviously uh, not very not very pleased, maybe rightfully so. Well, when this is your life, when this is what you do, yeah, it's kind of. So I mean, I'm actually the the story that I have. I'm basing off I'm basing off the Instagram post. I haven't done any research into this as to where this might have um. I mean, long story short, what it sounds like is uh, corporate America has actually decided to pull all funding for the Punk and Drublick Festival. Yeah. Which is... Um, sounds like a, it was a cascading effect. If you, want, if you want my honest opinion, it sounds a little extreme. That's what I was saying, yeah. Like... I won't disagree with you. I mean, we're talking about a festival. I mean, I think tickets went on sale for this thing in, like, January. So there's a whole country of people, like, what... Like they're they're just gonna issue refunds. Plus, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you remember. I believe there was six, seven other bands like associated yeah. with the bucket. Like um, this was like an all day thing. Like it's yeah. like before. four o'clock in the afternoon till you know late like late, an all day thing late in the evening. Like a lot of outdoor venue kind of a thing. But um, I guess this goes back to that crazy sensitivity that we were talking about. Like so, I mean, I, I under. I understood, and I didn't necessarily disagree when, like, Stone Brewing 
pull their action like okay we don't want to be like associated with like your name but like to pull all the funding on a on a u.s tour and i wish i did more research prior, prior to actually talking about this but like i said this I like literally fall like just fell in my lap like i just like noticed this i'm like oh oh shit there's a follow-up to uh to, to that to that event like i don't know how many of how many dates were actually left um i know it started i mean i think the date that was in this area was back in uh was back in may yes it was back in may yeah. because it was it was here the saturday that i was down in carolina which okay. yeah 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 which i was very bummed about because i i i, I would totally went to the show um I don't know. It's pretty brutal. It is. So, okay, let's talk about it. Uh, I, let me bring up a, a, a side story that relates in the fact that this band hasn't been banned for its actions. Now, <clears throat> whether or not you two recall, like, the whole uh, 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 the comedian Kathy Griffin. Okay. How she did the quote-unquote art thing of the beheaded president. Uh-huh. Okay. And, like, everyone ape went apeshit. Absolutely apeshit. Now, Guar had been doing the exact same thing. And yeah, they still been, do. They've been killing presidents <clears throat> on stage for quite a while. Yeah. Even when we saw him. Yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty sure they killed, they so, killed the president yeah. on and, stage. And their response was, we've been doing this. Like, we did it first. Like, whatever. Um, now, well, maybe it's not they real haven't... Maybe it's not real to people until, like, their president actually gets assassinated by somebody. The fact well, that, like, my question like, is, like, people is, get like, gunned down in, like, Las Vegas. Like, nobody wants to, uh, the, the, the funny, funny ha-ha about, like, the, the sniper action, but... Playing devil's advocate on it, why haven't they been banned from their venues? Right. It's slightly different topic, but just as well, it's not because like it it depends on like the subject matter. It's like you can say whatever you want about certain things in the world, like whether it be against an actor or an artistic form or against whoever the president may be. But, I mean, like I said before, I, I never condoned the fact that, like, they made comments, like, making light of, like, a really tragic situation. You never want to talk about, like, anybody, like, getting gunned down, especially, right. like, in this this day and age because we got shootings freaking pretty much everywhere Every now. Way. You can't Every go to day. the damn grocery store without, like, having to worry about getting shot up, <laughs> right. which is why I don't even think about it. I just fucking go. Mm-hmm. Because how the hell else am I going to live? Like, just be afraid yeah, of everything? Can't, you can't live in fear. Honestly. Whether it's out there or not. But... Whether you live in fear or not, it's going to happen if it's going to happen. I guess, what's yeah. upset, I guess what's upsetting to me, and, like, I'll have to do, like, more research, is, like, it really got to this point. So now we're going to just delete a whole festival, and I'm... And I... I'm trying to think of a nice way to put this. Like I understand the outcry for the, the for the people for the victims, and, sure, like, supporting the families and like and like whatnot, and I'm all for that. Like, like 
Thoughts Terrible and tragedy. Thoughts and prayers. Horrible, Everybody horrible that had, ass, had to suffer you know. I know there was actually local people to this area. Like, I saw those their stories. I read it. Like, some, I, there was, like, a marriage proposal. Like, some, some guy yep. was from, like, Tewksbury, Massachusetts. He brought his wife out there. They got proposed. And he shielded her from, like, gunshot wounds. So she lives. He didn't. Right. Like, incredibly brave story from a dude mm-hmm. protecting his lady completely tragic whole family has to like deal with that like thoughts and prayers like i just got gave myself the chills and now all my hair is like standing up like just even thinking about it but a cu- i'm <laughs> it was a tasteless joke it was a tasteless joke i mean whittle it down yeah. and everybody pulled Mm-hmm. But that's how it, all it takes nowadays. Exactly. It's. It's. I mean, the the. I don't know anybody who's talking about it now because like what what we brought up like back in the episode like we can actually bring up the dialogue about like the exactly. event, bring up the dialogue about like the prevention and like how do we like stop stuff like this from coming up? But now. Now what's going to actually happen is you got a byproduct now where like you have like all these pissed off like punk music fans that are like just fucking rip shit right now and like now they're trying they're trying to like spread back out the message of, like well punk rock is supposed to be this this and this say what you want be offended blah 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 it's supposed to be offensive it's anti government it's anti rules it's anti blah 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 so it kind of. I don't know. They're not going to get the benefit of like bringing up the dialogue because now it's just like, haha, no effects. You just you lost your big meal ticket. Like you can't do a nationwide stadium tour anymore. Now, what I will say, just to debunk the comment a little bit, they haven't technically been banned from the United States. <clears throat> it's just the large venues that they have booked for like this festival are the ones that actually ban them. Right. right? It's like we we're not interested in having you perform here. So, I mean, they could still, if they were so interested, uh, perform the small venues, you know, go. they can go on club tours, they can start to, like, you know, rebuild their brand that way kind of thing. Uh, maybe re, uh, redirect your message, maybe a smidge. Maybe a smidge, just a smidge. I just don't even know how to respond to it because it's... Well, it's upsetting, and, you know, I want, I want the mass public. Corporate censorship. It's a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Instead of scary. fixing the problem, they're just like, push it yes. out. Push it out. We don't want it. Get out. You know what would have been really neat? Like, if they did what actually Stone Brewing did, because, like, like I mentioned before, Stone Brewing is actually all the profits from the pumpkin drum, like, like beer that they were actually brewing is going to like, right. some form of charity. Mm-hmm. If they would have actually tagged along with that for, like, the rest of the festival, yeah. Said, it's hey, like, hey, X amount. 5% of your, like, all of these ticket sales have been donated to this cause or do- donated to this. Put up signage. Like, do do something else. Like, do, do the productive thing rather than just say, meh, pulling out. Because... I, I mean, I was before, like, okay, like, I didn't have any problem with Stone Brewing pulling out. It's like, we can't be associated with this, no problem. But, I mean, they had something that was on nationwide shelves. Right. Kind mm-hmm. of a thing. If you're a cor- corporate that sponsor at, like, an actual festival. Directly. You missed an opportunity to maybe oh, yeah. jump on this. And, like Jay mentioned to all of us, create the dialogue. Now, hey, you have the opportunity, like, just put a freaking glass jar out in the like the entrance, collecting yeah. collecting donations for this. I bet you'd have 
tens of thousands by the time the oh, show. Yeah. The, by the time everybody like walked into the place. Mm-hmm. But no, instead we're gonna we're gonna censor. This is censorship. It is in so, a corporate fashion. So when somebody does something stupid, we're just gonna freaking censor them. Or when somebody does something stupid that a certain group of people don't want to hear, we'll censor them. We'll just shut them out. And my question is, is how many of the people who paid to see no effects would have not gone to those shows? And I'm going to say it's a pretty small percentage. Mm-hmm. How many people would have went no to effects? the show anyway to support the rest of the acts going there and protest no effects? That's, that would have been fun, too. <laughs> I mean... I've been to a Limp Bizkit show before where everybody turned their back to him and put their middle fingers in the air. Oh, that's awesome. No, it wasn't. <laughs> because, you know what? I was like, dude, I'm here. Just get out of my way. Get your, get your middle finger out of my face. Your front Yeah, but why didn't you just, finger. like, work your way up to the front? Because at that point, nobody's looking at you moving up to the front. You know why? Because I was high, okay? Fair and enough. I wasn't going, Fair enough. Any- Fair I wasn't enough. going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sad, tragic. It, now I have to pee. Sad and tragic <laughs> all around, and a complete bummer. That is. That, that I can agree on. It really is a bummer. Do you have Comment. any additional comments? My comment is we're talking about a band, no effects, that regularly deals with social and political issues. They can, it, it's, it's part of their makeup of their lyrics, of their music, of their persona. Um, the fact that they went, hey, look, poor taste. Like, we screwed up. Again, going back to, like That's we said before. That's big for a band like them. The fact that they, they owned up to their own like, nonsense. And, that's yeah. huge for a band like them. Right. Because 10, 15, 20 years ago, they wouldn't have apologized. No. Like, they were still young, full of piss and vinegar. They've matured, and they came out. They said it was wrong. It, it was not. That was not our intention. Mainly because I think that, it, it, in my opinion, knowing what I know of no effects, I think this is a topic that would be not necessarily near and dear to them, but that would be important for them to bring to light. Mm-hmm. Like this is a, what happened is something they would write a song about right. to bring attention. Sure. To the issue that something needed to be done about it. Right. I don't um, think you want them to write a song now because they might be a little pissy. I don't know. I feel like they. they <laughs> I think they'll be more corporate pissy after this. I I, I I got a feeling. Nothing like making no effects more anti-corporate America. Oh, dude. Oops. Red. And you know. But that show in Slovenia is gonna be awesome. I bet it is too. So sad. I don't even know where Slovenia is. I'm not gonna lie. It's just difficult because it's we are on such an you know over it, it actually exposed, over sensitive, over like given the way everything is right now in the U.S. and there has been no lull, so everybody is on a hair trigger. Everybody. Has all these open wounds. That's that actually are... that's actually the part of this that like didn't necessarily occur to me like initially. Like this is like literally censorship. Like there's mm-hmm. a version of this like coming up. It's like 
the 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 complete shutdown of it. Like this is like the modern age censorship and like every like we used to like rebel against this stuff. We used to like protest against this. It's like free, 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 free. I don't know. It's feeling less free right now. Like I, I actually feel at a loss. I'm not. I don't even have tickets to any of these shows, and I feel like I'm at a loss right now. Like this festival isn't going on anymore. It's like what the fudge, man. Well, now I feel like our amendments have amendments. Have amendments. Have amendments. And my problem is we're not going to get fucking punkin' drublet tour like, take two. Fine, fine print at the bottom <clears throat> where it's like, well, you can do this, but how are we going to have punkin' drublet tour take two when I'm not in Carolina when we're getting shut? Uh, I mean. No, see, and um, I'll even boil it down even more than that. How are we going to have punk in the U.S.? Right. Well, punk when is... When we have this level of... That's a different debate, because like, gag we, we, can actually deba- were. we can actually debate that punk's been dead for quite a while. That's true. But, I mean, there are sparks. Until the old dudes start coming back, like the bad religions, the no effects is, right. like, this oh, is Oh, fucking- bad religions doing a... Bad religion, ministry. I mean, ministry is a little... There's somewhere... In the ether for the punk, <laughs> but um, they're 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 coming back. Yeah, but it takes like an you, old school. It takes like an old school dude. There's like there's no. You've there's, angered their old bones. Right. <laughs> you've pissed <laughs> off. You've pissed off the old guys. They were happy sitting in there, you know. Uh-huh. Somebody switched the pills in their pill box. Uh, yeah, that, they're, just, they're just following suit like everybody else. Like all the old guys. Like Shit, they're else going. Is... I guess we should go. <laughs> Shit. Man, those guys are touring back when we were touring, man. We should be out there. Bobby, get my walker. <laughs> <laughs> Bad religions do still play with Avengers Sevenfold? Is that still a thing? What? Uh, uh, I don't know. The drummer? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was like, what? Right. Yeah, the drummer's, uh, yeah. He's got a lot of work. It's the most... That's a dude that didn't want to stay at home. Yeah. Hey, fuck you guys. <laughs> want me to do what? These guys want me. Want me to go to Market Basket? What? Fuck this! <laughs> fuck this game! <laughs> You're right. Well, see this, this. This was part of my attraction to the A Perfect Circle album. It is 110 percent a political album, what, like beginning to end, and to date, not that I've listened to everything that's out there right now that's right. been re- being released. Although I will say that the Shine Down Attention Attention, like. There's some moments when you're like, well, that could be a parallel. Like, that could be. But it was a little more subversive. Mm -hmm. This is the point of music. This is the, the, like... That's the expression aspect of it. Go out. Like, bring awareness to people Mm -hmm. through your music, through your lyrics. Get the topic rolling. Like, both sides. But when we start censoring people... And again, this is, you know, in, in corporate America, we know how to hit people mm-hmm. and we know how to take, it's, it's not the fans right. anymore. It's take the sponsorship. Sure. Because there was a day when you could take the sponsorship and they still would have played. Somebody else would have stepped up and said, the problem is it's not mob rule anymore. No. Like, you could probably go to the next festival date. So, I'll just throw a number out there. Say they sold 20,000 tickets. If 18,000 of them showed up and didn't give a shit. And that's the thing. But 20 people were pissed off. Were pissed off. We have to cater to those 20 fuckbags. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what? 
one of the amendments is you have the right to protest, if I'm not mistaken. Or one of the the, the, the God like the, the civil rights right. is you have the right to protest. Sure. Fine, take your twenty people and go protest. Protest away. Protest away. Mm-hmm. As long as you're doing it safely and you know, not impeding on like the actual event. Sure. Like those dipshits that like protested on like ninety three like a couple of years ago and like cemented themselves in the buckets. <laughs> Hey, didn't know that was gonna cause a third degree burn, did you, buddy? <laughs> That's fucking terrible. <laughs> but you have the right to protest. But the fact is, the fact of the like, twenty is, and you know what? There might. I'm, I'm just throwing numbers out there, people. If there's probably more than twenty people that are like pissed off about this, if if you have an event that sold twenty thousand tickets and like ten thousand of them were gonna go, you're probably losing some money. Like I am, but I don't know. Like, I'm more pissed off now because, like, as we talked about this, like, it's like now we're talking censorship. This is exactly what's going on. These are artists, for Christ's sakes. Artists. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, like before, if there's something you didn't like. Don't go. You, just, you don't, don't like it. You don't like a movie? Shut that's, the movie off. That's your choice. You don't like this? You go away from it. You don't like a fucking podcast? Turn it off. Hmm. <laughs> tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. <laughs> I like having that freedom where I get to listen to whatever the F I want. Maybe. Mostly. Until corporate America takes my ticket away because maybe I was going to Los Angeles. No, I'm shaking but my head. But that's the thing, too. This. So you, you've, you've offended your, your 8,000, okay, example, out of, out of your 20,000, right? Okay. So now you've, instead of just pissed off originally the 8,000, now you've pissed off 12,000. Right. So, but, so where's where's the draw there? Well, the thing uh, is, is whose opinion matters more? Well, common law, fair. common law nowadays is the uh, the small majority rules. I mean, I, I hear the news stories all the time. Like one dipshit goes to like a PTA meeting, and like the whole the whole school system has to change, <laughs> kind of a thing. Because we're no longer reading Catcher in the Rye. But well, rest in peace, Punk and Drabble Tour. Yeah, I felt the need to be talked about. I just, um, there was a follow-up. I wanted to uh, get that out for the for the for the people on the people's airwaves, and uh, and, and let this open your dialogue. Let the uh, if you're out there, you're listening. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Open dialogue with everybody. Talk about these things. Get it out there. Thank That's you. the only way that we're gonna. Have common ground and grow some Unfuck fucking skin and understand and grow some fucking skin, people. Jesus Christ, <laughs> skin's too expensive nowadays. We're in a recession. Hearts and prayers of the families of uh, the Vegas shootings. Like in all honesty, I've heard I, I've read some tremendous stories and it's it's heartbreaking. It really is. But hey, all right, let's move on. Yeah, we could spiral through that for hours and hours. <clears throat> I'm only one do beer we, in. I don't want to get that passionate. Do, so, do, do like, it only gets go? worse the more the more drinks I have. So okay, so so uh, I'll go with mine. Okay. So we can be nothing but up. <laughs> We're gonna follow a downer with a downer. Heavy metal headlines. So, and it, it, much as Marcus's uh, article fell into his lap, uh, as did mine just a few hours ago. Um, we brought it up, I, I don't remember how many episodes ago, but we discussed the death of, of 
like Prince and the overdoses and mm-hmm. yeah. um, such. Yeah. Rolling Stone um, did it. I don't know what to call it. Expose. Um, this is actually really interesting with the names that are that are involved in this, like all from the same the same uh, the same drug. Yeah. Um, and the title is Music's Fentanyl Crisis Inside the Drug That Killed Prince and Tom Petty. How an opioid 30 times stronger than heroin infected the industry. Um, now, and without really, like, it's Rolling Stone, so they're long. They do serious essays and they go on. Um, but, um, well, excerpt from uh, Petty's overdose in many ways mirrored Prince's a year and a half earlier. Prince was also taking the drug while dealing with a hip injury, probably stemming from decades of punishing live performances. Over the past decade, fentanyl was also a leading factor in the fatal overdoses of former Wilco guitarist Jay Bennett, Three Doors Down guitarist Matt Roberts, and Slipknot bassist Paul Gray. Huh. Quote, It is so crazy strong, says Petty's daughter, Adria, who is planning a campaign against fentanyl. We really don't want this to happen to anyone else. We learn this is the worst feeling you can have to lose someone you love for no good reason. And so she wants to make an illegal drug illegal? It's not illegal. I was going to say, I don't think it's illegal. It's not illegal. No. No. And from what I'm to gather from this article, these artists didn't know they were taking fentanyl. I read a thing on, on Prince for that reason. Like, he didn't, it was, it was. It's not like he did it on purpose. They just it said, oh, just... you're taking oxy... I say, with the Prince thing, wasn't there, like, denial, denial, denial? It's like he wasn't on drugs. Yeah, like, there like... was a big thing about that. And the thing was, is that they mm-hmm. say in this article, he probably didn't know mm-hmm. that he was on a painkiller for, I mean, pain. Right. <clears throat> and his physician or somebody mm-hmm. said, you know, prescribed him, said, hey, you're taking this, take this. You know, didn't necessarily tell them what they were taking. Sure. Just that, hey, look, you're on a painkiller. Mm-hmm. Take this as well. We, like, and I've always brought this up, too, is, is when you're on tour and you're constantly on stage three, four times a week, you know what I mean? Like, you need to keep going. You can't just jump in the back of something. You have to, you have to be there. You this, have article, to... this article says Tom Petty was in so much pain that he was using a golf cart. Backstage right. to get around, mm-hmm. not like around the giant parts of the venues and stuff. Backstage, right. yeah. Um, and he refused to. He he. This was going to be his last tour. Sure. Um, and so he didn't <clears throat> want to just step away. You know, he he wanted to push through. Now he played the night before. Was it Tom Petty that played the night before? Before he passed, or was he bedridden? I would say most of these guys did. Was he bedridden like, for the most part? I think he got sick. Yeah, because I remember he was like twenty-four to forty-eight hours, or whatever. Like yeah, within might, twenty-four to forty-eight hours, it like came out. Yeah. I, might, I, might that, be, I might be confusing my rock stars here. But again, this is another subject that brings attention to a problem mm-hmm. in the music industry and highlights things that are going on. Which should open dialogue and 
It's just gnarly, like the uh, the amount of names that are involved with like, oh, yeah. the same with like, the, same. the same drug. Like there was one or an, a couple more names I think listed in the article, but I, I felt like with those, you know, the ones that 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 I read off of that I quoted, like that's a okay. I didn't know about Three Doors Down. I didn't know they I lost didn't know that was Paul Gray was the only more I must say recent, well, but the, the younger of the yeah. It's it's just an interesting thing, and and it's, I mean, equally as heartbreaking because well, you know, I, I I know some of the dialogue for like some of the stuff like every time like a, I, I mean we've lost a lot of musicians the last Especially in the past few years the last two or three years like a Bowie lot of musicians and, oh, yeah. and what's actually interesting I mean Gray was five six years ago it I was think. a little while ago yeah and. That it might even be longer than that. My 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 mental timeline isn't. But like even the the last few, like whether it be overdose or suicide or like whatnot, like there's a ton of musicians out there that that, that we've lost. And I know some of the dialogue towards that is like, oh, like there's actually like a, a relatively large fat faction of people that are not sympathetic to the rock star tragedy. Oh no, they're they're totally like, oh, they OD'd. Like, like the, they're just drug addicts, right? The se- the sex, drugs, rock and roll yeah. mentality is just kicking in, and like they're they're suffering. They they con- it's like it's like these some of these dudes are battling like some freaking demons, like some fierce kind of a thing. Like and you know I'm I'm not even a touring artist yet by any means, but I I just know setting up like local shows is like stressful as hell. Like yeah. leading up to it, like setting it up, dealing with like. Motors dealing with managers, like I mean, yeah, you got to you got to take everything in perspective. And I mean, the, the older you get, I mean, that that's the thing. Like you get old, and it's you've been touring for 30, 40 years, and like there's no difference from what they're doing to someone who does a physical job, physical labor, mm-hmm. and goes into the doctor and says, "Hey, my knees are shot." My back is killing me. My bet, and the doctor goes, "Here you go." Well, especially if you go to like some Here of the, like the harder shows. I mean, like, some of these dudes are actually putting like physical exertion in like their bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this dude over there, like I, I've always said, we got to put like a stepper on some of these drummers and just see how many <laughs> miles that they run, like in a in a in a in a, in a set. But it's. Even like the, the the current state of music, like the way sales and like everything goes, I can only imagine like the mental the mental stress is like a like a whole world Thanks. difference. Because I mean, Chester Bennington as an example, I believe he had a wife with like how many kids? I think it was four, four or five kids. I think Chester Bennington had. He had, yeah. I think it was eight. I think it was like upwards of eight. Was it was it that large? It was of a number? good amount. I remember reading about it. I was like, wow, Jesus Christ, he had that many fucking a kids. And here we go with another facet. Of the so, epidemic is depression. Depression's huge. Well, that's that's the thing. What I'm talking like the the mental stress that actually comes along with being like a not just star physical because you're. I mean, but mental. The, I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody tells me. Like if you take the decades, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and today, the 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 finances are different out there. You're not getting record sales anymore. Your money's coming from different spots. Your money's being allocated to different spots. Don't get me started. I read another article and I didn't want to bring it up. Oh, well, we can save that for it. We can save that for because I can go off on this. Like, I've about read, I've where read, where record sales are going. I can I I, I can. I mean, like, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why these guys are like, I mean, defaulting to the stuff. I mean, if you're not physically damaged and you have to like keep your upkeep, I mean, you're traveling all the time. Like mm -hmm. you're on, you're not in ideal living conditions. I mean, right. you're probably living on you're like awake a bus. You're ninety percent of the day. You have like a cot. Mm -hmm. um, if you're lucky. Yeah. If if you're lucky. If you're rich. Exactly. I mean, how many bands have we that have we heard of that are like touring up and down the East Coast? They have like a Subaru with a trailer. A lot now. This is going to be kind of a side thing, but but I, I've learned from more local people that I've talked to. For for the guys who go on tours, half the time they they spend more money than they make. Yeah. You know, they don't have a tour I've bus. Read they more have to articles. pay for their gas. They I've have to pay for their food. They have to, you know what I mean? Like, I always... One of the members of the band is driving the bus. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or car. I honestly yeah, can't remember if know. I've said this over the podcast or not, but I've always defaulted to a, uh, an article that I read about O Sleeper. I think you're telling me this one. Yeah. And, um... Long story short, and, and I'm, par I'm paraphrasing off of a long-distant memory. It was a few years ago that I read this article, but it's, uh... The, the premise was, like, being a mid-level band... Which obviously doesn't necessarily apply to this article because, like, Tom Petty was obviously a headliner, yeah. Prince, etc. Et Legends. Right. They sold out, like, every every concert. But, like, a band like O Sleeper, I mean, O Sleeper is well-known in the communities that know that genre of music, but they're a mid-level. So you get on these tours, you'll have your headliner, you'll have a mid-level, and usually a local opener. Like, that's usually how, like, these tours, especially the small venues, are, like, set up, like... Even like what we have locally, uh, um, Paradise Rock Club yep. and uh, Whistler Palladium, and sure. you know ven venues like that. Right. Um, they'll they'll bring a local opener. You'll have a mid level and a and a and a tour level or headliner level. And those mid level guys are, I mean, they're they're out for the whole trip, but they're lucky to break even. I mean, but they're relying on exposure. Like that's you know. It, the one thing as an artist that is so frustrating right. is you should just be happy with the exposure. Well, you know what? Fuck you. Exposure can't doesn't... Feed my, I yeah. can't feed my wife and my eight kids. <laughs> exposure, exposure doesn't pay for me to be the artist. Right. You know? It's crazy. Can you imagine paying for your own health insurance? All of you that have regular jobs, you pay probably 33% of your health insurance, I think, right now is state law. Or they cover 33, whatever whatever the case may be. You I pay a shitload. Imagine not having anybody cover your health insurance. That's exactly what these guys are going through. Right. Well, they don't have benefits. They don't so they're, have, all they're all taking drugs and they're all dying. And it's your fault because you're not buying their records. That's and not the message we're trying to send. I'm so sorry. Well, go, going back to the, the uh, depression thing, and there's a lot of uh, bands in, in the end of their careers, they, they lose their... Their people, they they, their music derives from where they were before. They lose their followers. Well, and then, as they get older, then they their get fans feedback. Get older, right? And and you lose the good feedback, and you know some people may not like it, and blah blah blah. You mm -hmm. know why did you do this? Why did you do that? And and you know look at, um, you know Chester, and like they had a terrible review of a lot of their the new stuff that came out, and I'm sure that didn't help. Yeah. Like they were, there was they had a uh, one of their more recent of the, of the time, one of their shows. People were winging bottles at them on stage, like they were throwing stuff. Like, yeah, that can't be good for the morals. You know what I mean? Oh no, especially when you were on high. 
like you were oh, yeah. the pinnacle That's, yeah. for, for for an amount of time. When you lose your to, throne. To come back. Yeah. No, and I, to be so, I don't want to say hated, but hated by these, these, these crowds who were seeing your glory. Right. Okay, I'm going to get his name ago. wrong. I believe his name is Mike Shenandoah. Mike Shinoba? Shinoba. Shinoda, sorry. Shinoda. It's, um, I said I was going to get his name wrong. Yeah, um, he did an interview when the Linkin Park's new album came out. It's like, this is completely different. And we're going to have a faction of fans that are not going to understand it. But, I mean, I think it got vicious. Always does. It got, it got brutal. And it's too bad because I actually almost gave them a lot of credit for going in another artistic direction. It's one thing to not like it, but to bash it, two different things. I mean, we. You know what I mean? There's plenty of bands that have gone different ways, and I'm not a big fan of it, but I'm not going to sit there and throw comments out and throw shit at them like, oh, you suck. You know, you can't do the same thing over and over and over and over again. One, you're going to get bored, and two, the fans are going to be like, well, they sound the same. Yeah, you keep doing the same thing over and over. It's like, oh, wow, it just sounds like typical blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? You can't please everyone, and, and you need to understand that. I'm gonna write this song that's gonna like have a flying dick come out and like poke you in the ear. Boop, boop. <laughs> what? Sh- anything short what? of that? Anything short of that? Like, what do you want me to do? It gives new meaning to the word wet willy. Now, hopefully, this article does. Hopefully this article, this discussion does not, does not start Winged protests Willie? of um, eliminating the drug abuse in like the music world. It's not, not what we're trying I mean, to. Uh, that'll never happen. But. Dude, we're all about the pot. And if it were just pot, there, there's no deaths from pot on record. I'm sure Willie Nelson's still alive, right? <laughs> and, there you go. And, and very vocal. <laughs> and very vocal about a lot of the shit going on right now. Like, go Willie. Come on. It's... Steamboat Willie. Fucking A. Uh, it's very interesting. It's very tragic. It's very, I don't know. It's, it's a tough world, man. I mean, you know, we all grew up wanting to be artists. And, like, if you actually look at the track record, like, you have to, like, think to yourself, why? It's like, why do I really want this to right. happen? Not I mean, I've, 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 already, I've already made it. I've already, like, set my... It's like, if I make it to 46, I'm good. I'm doing good. Yeah, and, and going Don't with what you with said... That. I'm 42. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not a musician, buddy. You're fine. Like, you'll live forever. No, you're but I'm an a, artist in... Okay, I got, I got that you. twitchy vein in we'll the just cut a, side of my... We'll cut an ear off and you'll be fine. Go yeah, but he died after that. <laughs> he did, he did. Well, we have way better medical. I don't! <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Going go with what you said, when, you know, when you see the big bands. Now, when you want to you wanna be the artist that's up there, blah, blah, blah. But right. You only see the minority that are actually popular. You don't see the rest of them that right. are not those guys you know right. what i mean it's like anything else professional you, you're less than one percent right right exactly and the thing is 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 part of it is is we have artists who are so prolific who refuse to fade into the background mm-hmm. and they will do anything to remain relevant kanye west <laughs> 
I've been, I have been waiting. I've been waiting this whole episode for like. To... Do do you like do you like fish sticks? <laughs> like it, it. Look, I know I said fuck Metallica last episode. I know you I did. didn't because you didn't swear last I, episode. No, but I did at the end. Oh, you did. So so in response to that, I'll say a nice thing about Metallica right now. Waiting. Give me a give me a second. <laughs> give me a second. Look through that book. I bet Metallica's roadies. No wait. <laughs> I bet he's got a pretty beta fish. I really like I feel like we got way off topic. Ride the lightning. Now, that was something nice. I really like Ride the Lightning. Okay. Is this about drugs? Is it yes. it's kind of a song? No, wait, what? I don't know. We said with this conversation, it's not with drugs. Oh, this is the problem with the whole over a six pack part of our name. I know. Says <laughs> the guy with the okay. I take it back. In front of him. I take it back. Not problem. This is the backlash. Backlash. Which one of Metallica guys was on drugs? Yes. <laughs> I didn't answer the question. No. <laughs> Which one? Yes. Okay. This is why we can't. But we, but we have these artists who who don't want to fade into the background. They want to remain relevant. And 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 the problem that, is they're getting I mean, they're getting bullshit for royalties. So they're forced to go out there and probably do things that they're not ne- necessarily naturally inclined to do. Right. Like I'll take Tom Petty as an example. Tom Petty was like touring. He came. He came through Fenway. Last summer, I think. I think so, yeah. yeah. Someone said. And I, I bet you anything, he was talked into doing Fenway. No, he probably had to do Fenway. Like I said, talked into it. Like, he probably had to do that whole day. He would have been fine with TD Garden. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking... There would have been more okay, tickets. Okay, you're talking venue. I'm talking tour. Yeah, but think about the... The thing is, is when you play Fenway, there's so much more... I have no idea. I've never been to a show at Fenway. Publicity I, about I'm it. I'm told the acoustics like, at Fenway are... Oh, I've heard every single show. The sound sucks ass. Well, yeah, it just but it's everywhere. all about being there. It's, it's not, all about the event. Fuck at that, Fenway. dude! I go live music, but that you are digressing. But that's I'm not. not the point that I'm trying to make. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. I'm saying these guys are getting like freaked out. They're like, "Oh, I gotta go out on tour, and I gotta go make like a million bucks." Well, that's the thing is they have to do something. They might not have done before. So I now, think, well, I think we're taking of, experimental drugs that we don't even know we're fucking taking just to stay on tour. Just to stay on tour. And a, and a, lot, of, a lot of the older... I mean, look at um, Aerosmith, Stephen Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Their music's like really poppy and stuff because they're trying to fit with the now crowd. Yeah. But it's just... It's not... That, yeah, that guy's not, not from, Al- from Aldehyde because he's been decomposing for like 40 years. Him and Mick Jagger. And then there's, you know... See, now I can't think of his name. Freaking guitarist from Rolling Stones. <laughs> Those guys are fucking skeletons. Not Mick Jagger. Uh, you know what's really funny? Oh, crap. Is Mick Jagger's children range from the age of, like, newborn, Captain, Captain newborn Jack, to 63. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> that's disgusting. I'm serious. He literally, I, I know you're serious, know. but that's still disgusting. <laughs> Zero, like, newborn okay. to 63 who the is fuck? his children. Who, who the... Yeah. Who the... You, money, money, I know. baby, money, money. I, I know. That's what I, I, I was trying to I'll touch you for that, $9 million. Dollars. I'm, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're going to give me part of that? Sure. 
Ah, sweet Jesus. <laughs> this is those whole memes. Would you punch your best friend for $2 million? Fuck yeah, I would! Beat him with a canoe. Look, man, nothing personal. Somebody's phone's vibrating. Is that yours? That's my junk. That's mine. Your junk is... That's fucking weird. It's getting weird in here. Coin operated, boy. Any last Sorry. points on this, uh, tra <laughs> on this tragic news event? Because I, I, I actually think we digressed the shit out of that we one. We did, and I think it was necessary because we got heavy. And, and Yeah, this is going to be heavy. This look, is going to be... The whole idea... This is probably heavy discussion. Let, I, I just, this, this feels like heavy discussion. Go me. out, read the article, read more articles about it. Get involved. It, don't, Protest don't, your next stop concert for banning drug people. use. Stop banning people. Stop calling artists like, you know, addicts. Don't listen to me because I'm all against protests. I'm, I'm not in Just protest. Open dialogue. Talk to each other. Don't be offended. Educate. Anthony, dig us out of this hole. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll give you guys the option. Since we're, we're, we're pushing our time here. Just go A and B. Uh, Just say A, A or B or C, however many you got. Don't even tell us the headline. A or B. B. Just say A. We're gonna say B, Marcus, or I am pulling my corporate spot. Oh, sorry. We wow. don't. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Let's go B. <laughs> I don't even have corporate sponsorship. <laughs> Full of shit. <laughs> All right. I feel like our show's like losing sponsors as we're speaking. Right? We have sponsors? Nah. Fucking shit. Yeah, right? Okay, so these are the 10 best thrash songs from 1986 to 1989. Which is, is a very, that, very strange. Is it is it bad that I say junior high? Is like, it bad that I say not born? Well, we talk about 10 just, best thrash just stop. songs. <laughs> stop. Okay, this is according to who? Hammer. Hammer. MC? Right. It's Louder Magazine, essentially. But. Louder Magazine VA. Okay. I would have been more interested in MC Hammer's text. <laughs> Number All 10. Right. Number, Number 10. Yep. Metallica. Uh, battery. That's a good yeah. song. Okay. That's a good song. All right. Megadeth. I said, like, you just shut up. That's a good song. <laughs> no, he, I didn't he agree. He totally agreed. He totally I swear agreed. to God, That's I'll two good flip things it. I, I, I said will, about Metallica. I will flip a table right now if you're not into battery. That's a great tune. Uh, great. Number nine is uh, Black Friday by Megadeth. That song's gay. <laughs> See, I agree. It <laughs> goes the other way. He goes the other way. Mine goes to the left. You mean it's happy? It's totally happy. That's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> uh, number seven, uh, Angel of Death. That's because it's thrash. All right. I mean, you know. That's a good tune. Which one? Angel of Death? Yeah, of course. Well, th that's what we're talking about, right? Yes. Number, I'm, tr I'm trying to say in the moment here. Number six. Try him. Uh -huh. <laughs> Pleasure to Kill from Creator. With a K, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, number six. Five anthrax caught in a mosh. Number four, uh, over the wall by Testament. That's a good tune too. Didn't we just trash Testament last episode? No, no, I don't think we're, that was I dream too. Oh, you probably. <laughs> well, they're not the greatest metal band of all time. I'm sorry, like 
This is only a three-year span, so... Don't, we, don't, don't even start me on your fucking jacked-up <laughs> fucking, like, point system, because, you know what, there's three people in the room, and, like, like one of them out of the three can't follow directions. I started off by saying my math is shit. Bullshit. Anyways. Uh, number four, Nuclear Winter by Sodom. Yeah. Okay. Have, uh, not what I expected. You can have that one. I'm gonna fuck this one up. Number three... That's the name of the is, band. Macro Solutions to Mega Problems by Voivod. I'm not in the Voivod. No, Voivod. So, yeah. Okay. Um, number two is No Compromise by Zentrix. I feel like I like the bottom the, half the next, of this list better Zentrix. than the top. I like the, I like the uh, bottom half of this list better It than feels the top like half. they're going more and more obscure as, as, as we get higher. It seems higher. to be, yeah. And then uh, number one would be Mass Hypnosis by Sepultura. Okay. I don't consider Sepultura thrash. We came back into Headbangers Ball. Mm-hmm. This is thrash, right? Yes. I don't consider Sepultura thrash. Me neither, but I don't consider Metal or Megadeth thrash. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I get you. But during that like small three-year period, that kind of metal wouldn't, you know. I got you. All right. Okay, so you can edit this out if you want. But I may have fucked this up. I think I went backwards. Technically, battery would be number one. Woo! Battery victory! Yeah, battery is number one. I so I went the wrong way. I apologize. I, I, so it, from the bottom it. up, it would go Sepultura, uh, Zentrix, Voivod. That Sodom. actually makes more sense. Okay, now we're... Anthrax, okay. Creator, Did I Slayer, not just say I like the top half of this list? Or the, or the bottom half yeah. of this list better than the top half of this list? Dude, that's fucking America right there. I, I, I feel, I feel. Does that make oh, more sense to you guys? Because yeah, I'm reading, I'm like, this isn't right. And then I, I'm just like, okay. Like, so we're getting lower, and I'm like, like I so know these right bands, but these are start, bands that nobody else knew when I knew them. Usually at a top ten, you start from the bottom and you work to the first. Right. So I'm like, oh, this isn't right. They're not numbered or anything, but then I, I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Rock and roll. Battery number one. That's a great song. It is. I would it consider is. I can't a argue. song. I can't argue. I'm looking right at you. I can't argue with that. You, like you. I can't argue with you. I can't argue with that. There you go. I feel like so happy right now. Well, since I went pretty quick, I'll give you just my quick second one. (laughs) Yeah. Ramstein's new studio album out later this year. (laughs) You buy it, you light it up. Their last album was 2009, mind you. Was that the greatest hits? Uh, it was, I'm gonna totally fuck this up, but Lab is for Aladay, Alada. I bought that album. I bought that greatest hits album. You bought the Labia is for fur. No, you said the greatest hits album. I bought the greatest hits album. The Essentials. Yeah, I do too. So kind of kind of weird. Um, I still only like two songs. <laughs> so they're playing two shows in Mexico. Over of the, course, because they can't play in the U.S. because they light themselves on fire. They're doing one. They're doing one on a cruise, aren't they? It's a it's a two day, um, yes, two day special show in Mexico. Yes. They're lighting themselves on fire on a cruise ship. Oh, hot. I take it back. Like, it might I not be a cruise. See ship. This, no, it's not a cruise. It's a it's a two day weekend. Like in you, uh, Puerto much... Val- Val- Vallarta. Yeah, Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, and it's only to like exclusive fans. So apparently, ooh, if you're ooh, ooh. apparently, yeah, so, so the Mexican fans would be likely to hear the first of the new album. You'd be surprised, like how big heavy metal is in Mexico. You'd be surprised why like bands like 
like Rammstein don't come to the United States because of they all they light of, themselves on fire. They do. There's this pyrotechnics for days. Have you seen any oh movie? God, the, yeah. Like like uh, didn't Triple X? I think the movie Triple X had Rammstein. Maybe. I, yeah, because I think he's in Russia. But and since in the yeah, they were in Russia. Dirty club. But the I actually heard about this. Like the set that they actually had set up with, like all the fire and like all the pyrotechnics and like whatnot, like was like a legit show. It sounds like them. But that, that's their thing. Like they're all about this. It's all the showmanship. I don't and like all their music. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the shit out of the band. You don't have to, but like appreciate the shit out of the band. If I go, if that's I go, how I feel about Gore, honestly. If I go to like, Europe, music's fine. You guys, you want to see them is yeah. what you want. Yeah. Uh, Rob Zombie being another. Yeah. Same same thing. No, I actually I actually like a lot of Gore's music. That's fine. I don't mind Gore. You're entitled to your opinion, Marcus. I, I love Gore. But I even if it's fucking wrong, I feel so empowered right now. Um. But I have to get to Europe because I, 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 it's on my bucket list. So like I need to see, I need to see Romstein at least, at least once. Like I want to see like an arena like lit on fire, and possibly not walk out of it. Okay. Because that's what we do in America. Like anything that like you can get hurt while having fun, we wrap it around in, in some kind of like it's not allowed anymore. Like no. I have a very like a very small basic example like eight miles that way. That way, yeah. Okay, I'm with it, you. Listeners, I'm pointing to the left front, uh, left rear of my house. Is a we're Don- in Massachusetts, so that could be anywhere. Is a Dones Falls, and we're not allowed to jump off of Dones Falls anymore because you can get injured while having fun. But I remember as a kid, we went to Dones Falls every day. We That's jumped. Shelburne Falls. We, Dones Falls. Shelburne Falls. Shelburne Falls. Like, Shelburne. Shelburne. I don't know. We're having a failure so. to communicate here. It's yeah. Dones. No, no, out Wester Mass. No, it's by Tully Lake over in Royalston. Oh, no, I'm thinking of further. Yeah, you're going way too Shelburne, far. Shelburne like, Falls. I was like, you can't give it the same thing. name. It's Don't no, Falls. No, no, Shelburne Falls, same thing. Yeah, but you can't, ju- you can't jump off of rocks anymore. The potholes. <laughs> That's what it's called, the potholes. We digressed beautifully while you were yes, but taking a potty break. <laughs> I beat. Killed the spider, too. Yay! I think. No! You just made him angry. Burn it down. This is Heavy Metal Over 6 Pack. Peace out. Alright, guys. So so we're going to move on to our main event topic. Hopefully, Anthony has has brought you all, like, has, has, has brought the mood back up. Yeah, we're all a bunch of downers. Heavy metal over a six pack. Welcome. Thank you. Thank All right, you. so let me let me ask you guys: Have you ever like listened to an album, and have you ever heard like all like the the singles that come off that album, and like the radio play that comes off that album, nope. and then you actually go out and buy the album? <laughs> nope. And you say, "Dude, this song kicks ass," but it never got played on any of these like radio spots, or like it's never been. It, let nope. me just opinionate, interject. Okay, fine. If you're a metal fan... That sounds like it hurts. It should. Okay. If you're a metal fan and you've never had this feeling, fuck you, you're not a metal fan. Right? You've never listened to a whole album. You're a poser. You've done it all wrong, guys. uh, We're labeling this uh, main event segment B-Sides. What we're going to actually talk about is the songs that you should have heard of from 
certain bands on certain albums on that should have gotten some play because you know what they just they they just they're glorious glorious yes i can't argue i guess that would be my and that's my job it could be my (laughs) (laughs) that's what what i'm not paid to do want me to start while i'm talking about it yeah do it up all right, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go back to a uh, a band that's called Papa Roach. Good Here. stuff. I like me some P Roach. You know, there's nothing that's come down the pipe from them that I've I, I dislike. I, they're listenable. Even their more recent I like stuff, them. I've actually enjoyed more personally. They've gone back to their roots a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the uh, the uh, the album in. Was that their uh, debut? Infest. Am I Infest. That was their Which, first one, yeah. honestly, just yesterday I realized that. There's a nail sticking into the roach. Didn't notice that? Just yesterday. Yeah. I was like, I thought that was the antenna or some shit. No, that's a nail. Ah. So if you if you've heard of um if you've heard of the uh, the album Infest, you've probably heard of the the song Last Resort. You may have heard Broken Home. You might know Dead Cell. You probably definitely know Between the Angels and Insects. But the song that I'm going to bring up. It's uh, track 11. It's called Thrown Away. And mind you, I think it's probably one of the longest songs I've ever written. I can't think of a Papa Roach song that's nine and a half minutes long. Well, that's the thing. It's actually not nine minutes and 37 seconds. So back in the day, we used to have hidden tracks. Okay, so that that's why, yeah. So the song itself is probably like a good old three, three and a half, maybe, maybe slightly oh, four. Now you make me want to change my list. Maybe slightly in the four. The four range, but um, but thrown away, and what what actually like makes me excited about thrown away is like I think I saw like a video where they actually like played this song like live, and that just makes me like so happy because like this like encompasses like Papa Roach like it's heavy, but it's got like the rappiness to it. It's got great lyrics. It's got great songs. It's got great tones. I don't know why it's not playing in the background right now. There it is. America. It's actually heavy. It is. Compared to like the other stuff on like the the Incest album. And it never got play. Infest. Never got play. Not incest. Did I say incest? Yes, you did. I meant infest. I'm so sorry. Oh no. Oh no. I'm getting my I'm getting my Uh, Oh, I need another drink. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yep, one word. I cleared the room, bitches. <laughs> See ya. So off the Infest album, Papa Roach, Thrown Away. Definitely check it out. Like, I was, when this album actually first came out, I mean, Last Resort was like an anthem for me, like, back in the day, mm-hmm. other than the fact that I wanted to not commit suicide. Um, no, but a solid song. I mean, oh, you know, it was a great, it was a great, it was a great, it was a great There's a reason tune. it hit the top. I think, I think right the day that it, that song released like I broke up with like a girlfriend from like high school so like it was like right up my alley and I was going on like vacation with my family to Florida and like it was all I had it was all I had in the world in my Walkman but thrown away the song is solid it is solid yeah, solid it tune is. The and whole this is solid honestly this is B-side me. this is it's... B-side like something fierce because this never got love I feel like a lot of the this album didn't get love like, well, the, I just named off like got... five songs that did get love. Kinda. Did they? I mean, I, I, did like, they break Angels the top and Insects, ten? Angels and Insects has been out there. Broken Home has been out there, but they're not ones that you hear like on the radio mm. a lot. 
Last Resort was their, oh, their moneymaker. And you can still hear it on the radio today. Like, when I, when I first le- uh, listened to Broken Home and Age with an Insect, I didn't realize how if, that they were actually a more of the popular hmm. end of the spectrum. The, it, solid album. Agreed. Solid album. Beginning solid band. band, mind you. Yeah. I mean, they've weathered the years. Even live. They're phenomenal. Are they? Phenomenal. Yeah. Some two years ago, and they were great. Awesome. Must be nice. Yeah. I guess I got work. He did. Uh, my ticket for that show was actually sitting on my kitchen table when I got home. Insert unhappy Marcus emoticon here. Yeah, this is a sad face, like something fierce. Um. It was uh, them in this moment and Five Finger Death Punch. A buddy of ours actually stayed back just in case I made it back on time. And on my way home, I said, okay, I'm on my way home right now. I said, like, oh, well, you know, I'm actually kind of comfortable right now. Like, we don't have to go, right? I'm like, I hate you right now. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'll just look at that $50 piece of paper that's like sitting on my, my kitchen table right now. That's cool. Oh, yeah, no problem. I was a little pissed, but I'm not going to argue. I can appreciate that. One of my favorite bands. I had to do the same. But anyway, so that's what we're talking about, guys. We're talking about B-sides. I gave you my first. I can continue with mine, unless you want a round table. B-sides, hidden gems. Yeah. I think we, we have to do the slash. Yeah, because B-sides are a little different. And as someone who listens to a lot of music that never gets radio play, I can pick whatever the fuck I want. Pretty much. <laughs> I tried to stick with bands that people actually know. And you know what I mean, like that have been on the radio and whatnot. It, see, that's difficult for me because, as I've been told, if other people like it, I hate it. Right. All right, Jay, man, give us a song, bro. All right, I'm gonna go with something that's it's a cover song okay. um, by a, a, a you know pretty popular band, um, Faith No More's War Pigs. It's a great cover. Oh, great! Cover. I'd say one of the from, best from Sabbath covers. Too. I mean, the drummer's phenomenal in that entire it, it, song. He's just a phenomenal drummer. Agreed. Um, Pretty sure he covered for Corn once too when they. When they he's played, played for Ozzy. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I mean, he's yeah. played for a lot of different people um, when they've been in off times. Um, <clears throat> this was off of the the Real Thing album. Uh. The first album with Mike Patton as the front vocal man. Um, but um, the second to last album with Jim Martin on lead guitar. And I have much love for Jim Martin. Um, it's unfortunate that he and Faith No More. Uh, parted ways on the next album after this um, because their entire sound changed but his everything about this cover is magic there's nothing wrong with this cover it's 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 damn near flawless I agree it's very good um and now, in your opinion, when they did this cover, was it meant to just be like a tribute of the the greatness that was the War Pigs? I mean, the weird thing is, it, do, it doesn't feel like they just made it their own. No, they didn't, which is weird. But I think that may have been their appreciation for Sabbath, because with 
Mike Patton as so vocally. I mean, he's pretty on point. Like, like it's pretty similar. Like, he it's is. Not, it doesn't stray yeah, far but he's from it. so outspoken about shit like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the context of the song. Too. He is, as I as I have been told, he is my favorite musical egomaniac. And he kind of is. Like, he's an egomaniac. I love the guy. I think he's a musical genius. Something should bring him down a peg or two. Um, But um, I think there is a lot of love for Black Sabbath and their song in this cover. Um, I I don't know what else to say about it. It's, it's, It's really a flawless cover. And there's a little, you know, little inflections here and there that they added on their own that that makes it faith no more. Sure. Like, you know, Mike Pat, ew! And that's his thing, you know? He mm-hmm. makes weird noises with his voice. Very nice. Nice first choice. <clears throat> so what you get, buddy? <laughs> I feel special. <laughs> I got a thumbs up from Marcus. <laughs> that means he likes you. I'm all tingly. My <laughs> <laughs> nipples are hard. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Anthony, brother. It's the pineapple in my cider. Right? <laughs> that must be it. That must be it. Um, I'm sure we've all heard of uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Um, I want to be a dick and say unfortunately, but no, no, no. Yeah, no. This one, I, I want to do this, guys, because th- they have a lot of good songs on their albums that, again, no one's heard of. That but, they're um, steady. Like, correct. They, they, they just release and release and release and right. release. Um, so I, I took off their uh, Nightmare album. We all know the song Nightmare. It's, it, was, it was one of the, I think it was like one of the, that and Welcome to the Family were like the only two songs that really got off of that album. And, um... The one that sticks out to me more than, more than any of the entire album is uh, God Hates Us. Because I, I come from uh, Waking the Fallen, uh, their second album. Okay. So it's a lot screamy. It's, you can use the word emo because that was the thing back then. Um, it still is. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was heavy. And the thing is, is going from their uh, self-titled 2007 and City of Evil, scre- yeah. he, he fucked up his vocals. Where the doctor pretty much was like, you can't do this anymore. Or you're going to literally lose your vocals. Um, so he didn't do any of the, the, the growls, the screams, didn't do any of that. But then this song came out. And mind you, the, the drummer for this entire album is Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater. We've had conversations Who about is that. phenomenal to begin with. My, also, mind you, the Rev, you know, R.I.P., wrote a lot of the um, uh, drum parts to this album. Mark is still feeling the hate for Dream Theater. <laughs> um, but it, this album is, is great. The the guitar work, the I mean, the, being a drummer... Let it go, buddy, let it go. The, uh, the drum work really stands out to me in this song, which, you know, being a drummer, it's going to. But this album, I think, is phenomenal. I mean, this, I, this song is phenomenal. Being screamy, it's not going to be p- played as much on the ra- at all right. on the radio. But that is my 
Well, it's different. I mean, if you think of Avenged Sevenfold, like I mean, I think most like casual fans of Avenged Sevenfold, like they're the heaviest, the heaviest they know of Avenged Sevenfold would Bad be like un, un, unholy, no, unholy confessions, I unholy suppose. confessions, which there was like that little breakdown like the end where like you kind of go like hardcore mm-hmm. like with it, but like this song is phenomenal. It's great. It, it, is. Re- it really it's, is. It's, if, it's solid beginning to end. If you're um. And I'm not a big screamy. Mm-hmm. If you're an act, if you're an active uh, octane listener, like God hates us, has like snuck its way into like the octane circle every so often. Even though I've uh, I've learned the hard way that they have a they have a pretty uh, steady loop of uh, tunes. But great choice, man. Great choice. Song had me with the intro and the outro. I mean, oh yeah. Oh, it's it's beautiful how it starts like with the acoustic. Oh, with, like, great. The, I mean, like. And don't don't get me started on these guys like playing friggin' guitar because sophisticated. Well, I mean, even Zachy. <laughs> they're they're very well talented all the way around. Yeah, they are. Ron Robin, baby, you you you're back. Ding ding. No, he's back. Oh, yeah, he's back. I'm sorry. I'm you can so skip me if you want. Hey, That's cool. Screw you, buddy. I'm just gonna listen to my tune right here, guys. I'm going with I'm going with a Metallica song right now. So. There's um there's two there's two albums out from Metallica that never got a whole lot of love, and uh, fuel was, I think was the only one that really got it was load and it was reload that that never got a lot of love. Because one was a load and the other one was a reload. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> um. So better on the S and M. We're going <laughs> sandwich and monkeys. Will you let mm-hmm. me do my second? My part of the second. <laughs> you can have your opinion. Let me at least speak my piece. <laughs> so, as a fan, as a, as a fan of music, I always like to maybe find a uh, shining flower sometimes in a load of crap. And I personally actually was not a huge. I wasn't. I wasn't so negative on like the road, and, the load and reload albums as as somewhere, but um, from the load album. Like I actually like the song King Nothing. I was gonna say King Nothing's great. It's it was a, a it was big radio player. It's a great song. Awesome song. But it's ground. I feel like nothing. there's a song out there that never got a lot of love, but it's like such a a beautiful tune. And you know, nothing else matters. Made it like across the airwaves. Um, it was on the Black Album. It was, was on the that Black was album. in the Black Album, yeah. But it was like slow pace. It was pretty, but like Hero of the Day. Mm-hmm. Is a song that I'm gonna bring up because if you actually like look in like the subject matter of the song, like the subject matter is actually wicked mm-hmm. cool. I did not. The instrumentation in it is wicked cool. See, and I just want to interject a little. So when I first heard this, I was kind of like meh, but then it got to kind of like the heavier part where I got a little more into it, and I was like, okay. Right, can, it starts can, light, can, and then can, you got that. I can handle this. You got that that part where they kind of break it down. Mm-hmm. That part, yeah. Like, it picks up a little bit, so like you're not necessarily they like have losing. Two drummers for this part. You're not necessarily. <laughs> you're not necessarily losing your soul, like if you're if you're listening to this as like a heavy metal fan kind of a thing. But I've always been attracted to this song. Like the second the day, the second the day this album came out, it was like King Nothing, Hero of the Day. Like I love this song. I actually remember when I was a kid. This is a true story. 
I'm at a sleepover and I had this song on like repeat because I have this horrible habit when uh, I get addicted to a song like I'll just play it over and over and over and over again because I just want to hear it I do the same thing and I just want to like just hear it and consume it hmm. and then I mean I'll venture out every so often like I'll play another track but then I'll go back to this one and I just remember yeah. being a, like a, a sleep but you know that's like you know childhood things yeah kind of a thing Childhood, but I still do that shit as far as B songs go I mean anybody talks about the greatest songs ever written by Metallica I don't think anybody in the world is going to bring up Hero of the Day except Marcus that guy yeah. this guy right behind Battery and as a <laughs> prolific Metallica hater and, and I hate to be a Metallica Mama hater Mama should try to rape me Rape me. All right, I don't even know where to follow up on that. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Oh, just absorb it. But, <laughs> oh, thank you. It, 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 it's a solid song. It's beautiful. I can't, Come on, man. I can't. Admit it. It's beautiful. I want, I want you, I want beautiful. your dirty Megadeth mouth to say it's beautiful. Beautiful? I don't know. It's pretty. I'll take that. Beautiful? I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. that. I'm going to call that victory. It's going to be victory. <laughs> it's not pretty. It's purdy. It's purdy. That's my second. That's my second B-side. Fire away, Jay. All right. Second B-side slash hidden gem. Bling. It's a B-side, bro. Stick with the topic. We can't have C-sides B-sides anymore. Nobody Don't knows argue what a with B-side me over the is. air. Don't argue with me over the air. Just do it. I feel like that's my job as the opinion. All right, fine. All right. <laughs> All right. Second choice. Audio Slave. Hypnotize. Now, new, new. Audio Slave got a lot of attention. It did. When they came out. Because everyone thought they were sound good. <laughs> well, yes. Sound good. Wait a minute. But I mean. It, we're talking audio sleeves, I mean a that, mashup in a, in a good of Rage way, versus the well, Rage Against the Machine. Well, look who you have. And you have Tom Morello. Right. Who, I mean, arguably one of the most prolific guitarists. Dude, just, he can pretty much make any sound he wants with it, his guitar. I mean, you know, it's he knows how to use his DJ. instrument. Um, it's groovy. Yeah. And where, like, a lot of the stuff that got played on this album was very, I don't want to say slow and plodding, but exact fed into that whole, this is Soundgarden. Like, they, they didn't go out on the limb. <laughs> um, and Hypnotize, I think, kind of shows the talents of everybody in the band. There's a lot of like it sounds almost turns into like a disco song because of the the noises that he's starting to make with the wicker, exactly. Wicker, wicker, yeah. But like you finally feel like you're listening to Tom Morello, right? You feel like you're listening to that Chris rage against the machine meets Chris Cornell, right? And I think that it 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 just did not hit because I think it wasn't safe because there is you know some things going on. Lyrically, um, it's almost haunting though the way he sings yes. in the song. It's very mellow. It's very. He's got. It's slightly lower octave mm-hmm. than he normally does. But they see, yeah, and there is the Tom mm-hmm. Morello 
You know, the, yeah. the whoa, you even what the hell just happened here? You know, this ain't Soundgarden. Right. Um, no rusty cage here. No, no. And I appreciate it. I was never a huge fan of either band. I liked them. Sure. I liked the thing, you know, yeah, they had the, what the I had heard. With, yeah. Um, so in terms of super bands, Audio Slave, when I hit this song, I finally felt like this was what I was waiting for mm-hmm. on that album. Well, and, the- and, uh, and oddly, sadly, you know, if you want to say, this is very late in the album. Uh, yes. Number 10. Yeah. And it's... Out of 14. Like... I understand they're trying to sell albums. I understand that they're trying to make it listenable to people who just jump in. Well, that's see, that's the beauty about the, these songs that we're bringing up is you have the few that are that are for the people, right? But then you you have the ones that they do. It's it's what they can do. It's yeah. it's how they play. It's their style. It's they put all their work into it because they can experiment. They can, exactly, you know, play the way they want to yep. play, and that's where you can really see the, the different sides of agreed. The rest of the band. For those of you who X can't gonna hear, give it what, to you. What, what? What? Wait a minute. This is Biggie. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't know what that's like. We we just went into Marcus's. We're in catalog. the hypnotized playlist. Okay, everybody, just calm down. It's called Hypnotized by the Notorious B.O.G. That's B.O.G.? B.I.G. That, that, wasn't, that wasn't on your hard drive? No. Notorious I'm on Bogger. Apple Music right now. I had a whole lot more respect for you right then. <laughs> I don't get me wrong. I'll get down with Biggie. There you go. See? That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> little little well-rounded musicness. Want to interject with your next B-side? <laughs> <laughs> Do I dare? Will I be judged? Yes, always. All right. Um, and we're a little uh, off with my next one. We all we all know the uh, the arms wide open, right? <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. Interesting. <laughs> so. What I've always said about Creed is that they're sneaky good. Their guitarist, Tremonti, is phenomenal. I, I have nothing against uh, Scott's vocals. I, I think he can sing very well. He's got his own kind of... You know it. You know it's Creed when you hear it. Um, their, their most... Well, I guess you can say most recent album, 2009, uh, Full Circle, I believe is where the... I almost feel like Tremonti, their guitarist, took over because their guitar work in 98% of these songs is just... Ridiculous. It's more prol- prolific than in the mm-hmm. past. Agreed. Um, I mean, the album in general, Overcome, uh, A Thousand Faces, any of those are, are like really good. But uh, I, I think the the most telling thing is that they didn't get radio play. Exactly. That's the weird thing too. Um, but the the song that I picked was uh, "Bread of Shame." It's the second song of the album. It's uh, better than I thought. The guitar work is is phenomenal. It's it's heavy. It's catchy. Um, he's even got the, the Metallica growl in there, the, the James Hetfield. Like the, 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 yeah, yeah. I was like, "Yep, that's weird." 
feel like I'm listening to Metallica. Right, but I mean that's that's what I that's why I like his voice because he has the growliness behind it. Uh, oh, song, this is this is the same album that has overcome on yep, it. Yep, it's yeah. Theory of a Dead Man made me come back to Creed. <laughs> um, again, the the whole album is very very good. It's all it's a lot heavier than their other stuff. Um, Less judgy. It, it, it's kind of sad they didn't expand off this because I feel like if they went this direction, I feel like they could really. I can't. I mean, Tremonti went his own way. And well, he but also I think went, the, well, he went with Alter Bridge too. So they they were. Kinda I think their part of the thing sad well. thing is 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 they were probably it, their core fans probably didn't latch on to this album. Yeah. Because it wasn't. Well, it's the Christian the band, and that's, they listen for the lined up records. They listen for the, the the lyrics and you know that uh, you whole. Know. It's it's what it is. It's it's a whole different beast. I mean, quote unquote, see there. We're a Christian band? <laughs> Question mark. August Burns Red's a Christian band. Don't ever forget that. Um, but Foman. I'd like to note I'm not the one that brought up August Burns Red today. <laughs> Proud of you. You're welcome. <laughs> but oh, I they're feel phenomenal. Like, I almost feel like this album's for the the. Um, the music lover, not so much the the, uh, the idea lover. Does that make that. sense? Yeah, yeah. I can see That's that. That's my my uh, second piece said for you, Marcus. You've Marcus? been awful silent on this. The, the... I get distracted. I put it on in the background, and this album, like the album that this came off of, is actually really good. Now, were you pro or con Creed before this? I actually enjoy Creed. I'm this, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Um, back when they first came out, I mean, I know My Own Prison was huge. That was a good one. I liked the song One. That, that album. Yep. One, yeah, one, yeah, one. You can make fun of it all you want, but... Like, How many I, times did I just say one? Three. Um... Oh, what if is a good one. What if? What is if is a, a really great good one? tune? Great tune. I oh, I've never so not been if. a Creed. I mean, I I I the problem with the problem I have with Creed is like with like like a lot like I can I can find three or four songs an album. I don't necessarily care Which for their whole catalog. Which is huge in my book. And but everything that they put out like. Um, why can't I remember the song that... It's not my own prison. It's off of the... Fr- I have to go look for it. Arms Wide Open. Uh, uh, it's definitely not that. Arms Wide Open, I for? Arms Wide Open, I hate it. There's higher... Yeah, higher. Which hold on. I, I was I not okay. opposed to. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold One on. Last Breath is good. My Sacrifice is good. Hold on, let me find... Torn. Torn's good, yeah. Torn. Torn was a great song. One off the first album was a great song. My Own Prison, I think, was like my least favorite off of that one. Okay. But it was still listenable. What If. Uh, um, what If was a, a great, was a great song. Uh, one Last Breath I enjoyed a lot, too. I mean, Creed, Creed is... The album's actually pretty decent. Creed is sneaky good. That's, I mean, yeah, it's exactly I, I, I don't understand. It's... I put, you know, I put Creed in the same the same category as um, Nickelback. Okay, and I, I like because you have those that. people. It's like, well, you either love Nickelback or you're you hate Nickelback, and if you like Nickelback, you're on the wrong side of the fence. Right. 
kind of a thing. Right. It's like, I feel like uh, Creed has gotten like the same rap. It's like, well, they're not really similar. No. You know? Mr. Oblivious over there like decided to uh, leave us. And... All right, kids, for Marcus's next B-list song, we're going back to the heavy metal genre. We're going back to a band called Bullet For My Valentine. This actually came off the album Fever. Which was probably one of their least popular albums, unfortunately. No, honestly, I can't tell you what actually came good off of this album. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm going to tell you is I we have this cover band. They're named Mark. stupid. And we actually, uh, we play this song for a couple of reasons. One, it's... It's, it's fun as shit. It's fun as shit. That's exactly where I was going with that. <laughs> it is fun as shit because it is heavy, it is high pace, and it pretty much gives a middle you're, finger to any ex-girlfriend in your world. <laughs> uh, your Betrayal is good off this album, too. Your Betrayal. I'm sorry. Your Betrayal did come up. And we play that, too. I do. But otherwise, it gets pretty much... But... If you listen to Bullet For My Valentine, if you listen to any channel that actually features Bullet For My Valentine, you have never heard the song Pretty On The Outside. Great song. And what I love about this song, the lyrics. No. Think of the band Bullet For My Valentine. And think about, like, Bullet For My Valentine does a lot of corny-ass love songs. Because they're called Bullet For My Valentine. They do a lot of corny-ass love songs. And sometimes they... You say love songs, I say breakup songs. Okay, that's it. That might be a way to go. That might be a way to go. But pretty on the outside is like definitely my nuts are frosted, man. Relationship composium. (laughs) All good, all good ways to describe it. And what I can tell you is, if I ever got dumped by anybody, pretty on the outside is exactly where I'm going. Like I'm gonna go, like do my like this. This song. I do appreciate the lyrics in this song. And you know what? I actually like the. I like the vocals, I like yeah. the lyrics, I like the instrumental, I like the energy. I'm a big fan of the drummer, so um, always impressed. I like the fact that like it's soft for a while, but then it actually gets like it gets, he gets like pissed. That, it, he gets pissed, pissed. and like there's like the, there's like a heaviness towards He's the angry. end of it. Like it's gonna yeah. calm down for a bit, and then it's gonna like yeah, we're gonna like tell this like little story. Well, I almost feel like he's, he's coming to grips with what's what's happened. Right. And then something uh, snaps. And then I'm going to let my band... In his like, brain. And then his band, like, gets in... Like, it's just... This this song's fucking awesome. And you know what? We, we Like, I'll go back to the cover band. We play this in bars. You know why we play this in bars? Because we fucking love playing this song. This song is awesome. And no one has any idea what we're playing. And it doesn't even matter, because... <laughs> Who cares? Either interior or not. Well, you guys play I mean, a we, good set, so. We, thank you. You guys, I've seen you guys several times. Pretty you on guys the outside. Play a good set. Pretty on the outside. Partners. Both for my Valentine. <laughs> I'll never forget that show. Was that when I was making out with the penguin? <laughs> no, it was classics. <laughs> oh, good lord. Partners are classics. If you want to book another show. Thank you, Jamesons. Uh, <laughs> The penguin is there. I'm not gonna get my. I'm not gonna Sorry, get my, my phone number. Look us up, marked. That's it, guys. Pretty on the outside, baby. I like it. I, I can't argue with it. Jay, round three for you. Round three. Now, round three. I'm gonna go with a local band, which it, it, I would assume those of you listening are local. I am not. 
Local, v- meaning Massachusetts. So if you're in Alaska, California, or anywhere other than Massachusetts, this is not local to you. Not even just like Massachusetts local, like local, like here, like four miles that way. Alrighty. Birchill Dam. Oh, Jesus Christ. There you go. <laughs> Name of the band, Birchill Dam. Right. Song, Booze Hound. Um, have not been picked up by a major label. Um, to my knowledge, they have toured with the band Clutch. Yep. Um, very briefly. Um, they used to play at the uh, Snowbound right up here. A lot, uh, if I'm I, correct. I've seen them in Worcester. I think okay. it was the Lucky Dog. Yes. Um, we played there. Lucky Dog. It's out of the Cove now. But yeah, it yeah. used to be Lucky. Yeah. Um, I saw them in Fitchburg. Um, now I can't remember. The Compound? Nope. Oh, oh. Uh, Compound was closed. Okay. <laughs> um... Damn, I can't remember. Uh, can't remember the the venue, but this is the live one, the only one yeah. I could find. Um, fantastic local band who who should be maybe not the best recording. I've listened to them. I, I've I've seen them live. Don't respond to my actions over here. Hey, look, I have to. I've seen them live also. Have you? Yes. Really? Yes. I'm curious. What did you think? Continue. Oh. So cold. Wow. So cold. Avoiding the question. Um, really enjoyed these guys. I like his uh, voice. I, I like his view, voice. I, I like the music. That's interesting. Um, it, re- it reminds me of Clutch a little bit, honestly. A little bit. It's, I think it Ragnarok? should get... Yeah, Ragnarok. Ragnarok and roll. It's just that, the, that's I feel like that's the I one thought, you can just kind of put on and... I thought the band was better than the singer. Go. Yeah. Okay. But that was me. I mean, that's me personally. That's my, that's my. Not the best recording. I'm white. You're white. I'm white. What does that mean? I don't know. He likes Metallica. I think we all, all have ears, <laughs> man. Whether you, whatever. <laughs> no, uh, Burchell Dam used to um, in the in the early days of uh, local music rocks. <coughs> local music rocks used to actually feature a lot more of um, original bands, like back in the day, and like we, it was a, it was local. an all. Altar- it was an all-day festival, like, in you know, Winchester, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And, like, you get towards, like, the end of the day, like, we'd get into, like, the original stuff. Like, they'd play the covers and tributes and, like, whatnot. Then they would get into, like, the originals. Um, Burchell Dam was actually featured quite a few years while I, while I, I played that. there. I and um, I And I might be out speaking. I believe they used one... Eh, I take it back. I, I think they had a CD release party, like, somewhere local. It might have even been the Red Onion. Yeah, that they that they did a uh, CD release party, but um, I, I, I I I've seen Virtual Dam, and that was not a glowing endorsement right there. <laughs> I I enjoy them. Um, I think musically they're phenomenal. Okay, all right, I would agree with that. I I like the vocals; they're not my favorite vocals. They remind me of Pan. They got this like Pantera feel to it. If you really, if you really want to break them down, full action. I feel like they missed their generation. I would agree with that, one hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. I would. So the year that they came out, the year that they (laughs) came out, they would have been awesome ten years prior to. That I can. That I again going with being a Pantera-ish kind of, you know. Yeah. 
I, I am curious vocals. to their upcoming new release. You hear Pantera's? His vocals, they do. <laughs> you haven't heard them live, then. <laughs> this is live, Goober. This is not a great live recording. Really? His scream is weak. Yeah. And he misses notes. Yeah. Okay. I, I see. That's I, it. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You know, if no, anybody no. from Virtual Dam is listening, I'm sorry. Like, watching, uh, watching live shows, I can c- totally appreciate that. Sometimes you see him on. Sometimes you see him off. But the they, shows they that had I've seen, what I will give them credit off. for. They had they had the full production. Like they had to like they put up signage. They put up screens. Like they made like a stage performance out of it. And that was even in like even at local music rocks. Like they they put a lot of effort in. And I I say check them out at the very least. Oh, check them out. If you're digging the the the, the metal vibe. Give him, a, give him a try. The local metal vibe. I mean, it's a good... I don't want anybody to give me This a would have been I'm over an side. Criti- I am overcritical no and matter like what, I, what I what I listen to. I do the same thing. Like, I, I dissect stuff, like, maybe, like, unnecessarily. And maybe I'm harder on local musicians than I am on, like, national acts, like, kind of a thing. And, and that's whatnot. where you and I diverge. I think I'm opposite. But... I mean, I appreciate the local musicians. I, I mean, I actually appreciate what these guys do. I can, I mean, if we actually broke down like a whole album, I, I would put them right up like that thing. It's like anything that they play, like there's no hook. Like they're very talented. Like they have very talented musicians. I wasn't thrilled with the vocalist. Like the few times that I've seen them, I, it's just, but it's not bad. Like it's, it's very, I don't know. It's listenable. I, I, I hate to make myself out as a bad guy. It's just... No. I, I, I've been... And they have a couple of videos. If you actually look them up on YouTube, Burchell Dam has actually put some production like some videos. Like, they've, they've done a lot. I just... There's a reason I didn't make it. That's all I'm saying. Generational gaps. No, they missed their time. I, re- I really... I, I like what they were, what they were totally shooting for, I think they missed their time. Like, they're never... They, they could have easily been a... WAAF band. Do they uh, do they still exist? Oh yeah, new I was album this say, year. Yeah, Plus new I think album they were year. on tour a couple a little while ago. They, well, at least, at least yes. I saw a show. There, with there's them. just been some. Well, that may, being said, maybe we can reach out and get an interview. Right. Before they listen to episode 16, 15. <laughs> what are we on? Sixteen. This might be sixteen. Eight hundred and twelve. <laughs> six six six. Feels like it, Jesus. I'm sorry, <laughs> Anthony. You're up. I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, Antoine. Hello. <laughs> uh, 1998. A self-titled album by the band Godsmack was released. Um, I'm sure. Whatever, keep away, and Voodoo. I believe were the three that were thrown on the radio. Um, I want to say this album got a little bit of radio play, or this song. So the biggest songs for this album are going to be Whatever, yep. Keep yep. Away, yep. and yep. Voodoo. And Voodoo. Yep. Um, personally, my favorite, and probably one of my favorite Godsmack songs of all of them, would be the, the first track on the album, Moon Baby. No, Whatever was the first track on the album. Untrue. No. Untrue. Moon Baby is the first track. Now, I'm going to help you out here. Which album cover did you have? The one with the 
the the nose and lip ring girl. Yeah, her. Yep. Moon Baby was the first track in that album. Because I had that album. That's that. Well, that was the seven ninety nine. We're local. Yep. Yep. So, well, there was. Maybe it's because I have the digital version now. Once I, I'll go find it, because it's on my rack somewhere. Nice. The original rack. Godsmack Godsmack album had a different cover. Moon Baby was track eleven. Hmm. On that one. Okay, so maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Because I got it like, like, within a day. Of but it, it's interesting because it being like, released in stores. My Godsmack Godsmack album does not have a female lady on it. Mine does. I'm gonna have to go find it now. I'll do it later. I don't want to interrupt the pod. That's interesting. It is interesting. Different cover and there's a different, different track listing. Hmm. But all the same songs. Ooh, I love music trivia. Oh, this fascinates the shit out of me. Uh, no way. We digress. But yeah, no, I think the song's phenomenal. It is good. And if I'm correct, best now, one of the best songs. It. It's actually one of the best songs Godsmack has ever produced. I agree. I don't care what anybody I'd say says. This is the best album. Oh, oh, sure. it's easily the best album they've now, produced. No, is it true Overall, that, that he yes. that he did everything in this album? How true is that? As far as I know, 100% true. Okay. Because what happened was, is they were they did their thing. He did everything. And yes. What because did he turn resident? Right, yes. Because right before they went into the studio for recording, he pulled the days of the new. That's right. I just said days of the new, and fired everyone in the band. And he had no one. Because he's the kind of a perfectionist. Prima donna. Oh, you know, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't know this. No. Yeah. I, I knew. I knew he um, was. I don't know how true it was, but I knew that yes, he was. Yes. He did no, Grohl no. did essentially. Yeah. He did everything in this band, in this album. Although Dave Grohl did it not as an asshole, but that's fine. He, he just did it. He's like, he I'm gonna make it. an album. He's like, <laughs> by himself. What? I'm just gonna do this. I'm bored. Yeah. Everyone else is doing shit. Queens of the Stone Age. Hey, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, uh, all in all, great, great tune, very good tune. Uh, Moon Baby, killer. Yeah, I, killer. I want to throw this Agreed. out. I know we're, we're we're harsh on Godsmack, but Moon Baby, good song. Yeah. Um, what I find weird too, as, I mean, as much as we harsh this album, the um, minus the whole whatever track this is on. What I've learned with a lot of like, I could say any album roughly, the first song is not always the popular one, but it's True. always very good. On a lot of albums. On the freshman album. Yeah, it's the yeah. first track is always just really good. I feel like they try to put the hook yeah. on track one. Agreed. The one that the the guy who saw them in the bar back in the day when they did that, the PR guy sat down in the bar, had a drink, and saw you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, This right. is the track. That was the number one track. That was what hooked you in and you listened to the rest of the album um curiously enough apparently there are two versions of this album which I find fascinating I'm gonna go find it before you leave please like I I find that fascinating oh metal history this is great great. I have a Slipknot album that's actually signed by all of them and Paul Gray and Paul Gray that was not released with the with the album Ooh. Oh, it's memorabilia like something fierce. Oh yeah, eBay, here I come. 
memorabilia. But fuck that. Nobody could have that. <laughs> this is mine. That's mine. I'm not saying that. I'm just, you know what I'm saying. That's mine. I'm just saying the value. Shut up. <laughs> All right, kids. We're going back to 1996. Sublime. Sublime, baby. Long Beach. Y'all may have heard of uh, what I got. Y'all may have heard of what the wrong way was. Maybe a little practice, a little Santeria. Maybe you've heard the Santeria. If you used to get real freaky, you might know about the jailhouse and the ballad of Johnny Butt. <laughs> but the song that I'm featuring today on my B-side, because I think the song is fucking epic, is the song Seed. This song is like, it's got ska, punk, it's energy. Now, if they didn't go into the slower part with the, the Wicka Wickas, I wouldn't even know it was Sublime. What? If it was, if it was like this, where I, it was fast. That's exactly correct. You know, I was actually in between this and like the other, the other song that I was actually in between would, would be Same in the End. Because Same in the End and Seed on this album, Sublime Sublime. I think are the two best songs on this track, and neither one of them ever got played. Maybe but I'm it's sneaking. I know this album so well. But I'm sneaking a second song into into my into my in my work here. But like seed, seed is like where it's at because it just hits you. It's like high energy. Starts. Like if if I was at a show, I'd be punching some guy right now. Like metaphorically. Bam, I mean, I'm not into the punchy, kicky mosh pit. See, I'm so familiar with this album. That this isn't a B-side for me. Yeah, but you never hear it played. I mean, you hear no, no, no. Maria, well, you hear Rockwell, you hear what but I got. I've listened to this album so many times. Right. That you know why? Because this, this song is because Sublime is sexy. They're, it's so sexy. They're they're groovy. Blind Melon. <laughs> you stop it. I like Sublime. Uh, you okay. stop it. But. De- Def- They're blind melon. Deaf stone fruit. <laughs> oh, we're not so if you go back to 1996, if you go to Sublime Sublime album, I want you to check out track number seven. It's called Seed. Because... Just check out the whole album. Is this, Fuck song, it. Is this song about impregnation? I th- it probably is. Okay. <laughs> I, I was trying to fish for it, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure. And then after you check out the song Seed, seed. check out Some my... Some kind of thrusting going on. Mm. Pelvic. And after you check out C, go check out my other my other hidden gem, which is uh, same in the end. It's not very far in. It's not track number four. <laughs> As opposed to seed in the mud. In the front. Kind of. Daddy was. It a ain't rolling, hard rolling to understand. Stone. This ain't Hitler's master plan. Be a man. No. I was a chorus back. Ah. Sounds gonna be on my iPod for like next month and a half now because <laughs> this shit gets like stuck in your head. Well, forty ounces. That's it. That's all I got to say about it. It's, fucking, it's solid. Sublime. Oh, fucking mic, mic drop. Yeah. I, oh. Uh, yeah. IJ, fire away, kid. Okay, number four. You guys may recall a band from back in the day, uh, Corrosion of Conformity. Oh, Big hit was Albatross. Um, That was their big radio play. Um, Are they local? No. I don't think so. Okay. But one or two tracks after Albatross was the track Clean My Wounds. Which is funny because it's actually number one on my Spotify. Clean My Wounds? Yep. 
Really? Six million three hundred so much better. Thousand plays. So much better. Never Albatross got, never right got radio play. Okay. It's very uh, um. It's very simple. It is. Like the guitar work is. Just, like it's, but I feel like it's more representative of the band up until recently. Okay. Because I recently saw them live. I know a lot about recently, them, but like I, I've never years, actually really sat down years. and listened to them. I like Corrosion and Conformity before the past five or six years. They've gone through a whole lot of shit, different lineups. Different. 94, right? This game? Um, oh, God. According yeah. to Spotify. Yeah. I was slinging sandwiches. Slinging sandwiches? <laughs> I still sling sandwiches. Um, Albatross came out. I was like, meh. And it wasn't until about, I want to say 10 years ago, um, that I dove back into this album. And this song was propelled this album for me. Okay. Clean My Wound. Corrosion of Conformity. This song is awesome. Right? This is a B-side? Yes. Because everyone paid attention to Albatross. But I think the reason why you find it as number one is because only fans of Corrosion of Conformity listen to I Corrosion feel, of Conformity. I feel like, yeah, it's the same with Clutch. It's the yeah, same like with Virtual like my favorite, my favorite song from Corrosion. Forgive me, guys. I'm late to the party. I went to the... The, the John. The, I went to the John. Say, or the Lou. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, fancy, in Europe. Fancy. Mm. The Lewis. Or the Shitta. <laughs> <laughs> the Bob. This might be like my favorite song by Cor- Corrosion of Conformity. It's such a good fucking song. This is a beat. Wow. Oh, yeah, dude. I love this track. I learned so much. I learned so much doing this podcast. I can listen to this over and over again. I love this track. My buddy Ryan would be proud of us right now. Ryan, if you're listening, bud, I know you started listening to our podcast. You remember this shit? Fuck yeah. Corrosion of Conformity. Oh, you can't hear this. I'm sorry. Clean my wounds. <laughs> Corrosion of Conformity. Someday my prince will come and he'll allow me to play licensed music. Someday we're going to play this. Uh, we're going to pay that 10 grand. If you're out there and you have the two grand to give us <laughs> so we can play licensed music, do it. You're going to love our podcast if we do. Yes, do it. We'll be a radio station. <gasps> we'll be a radio station. No, That's fuck not that true. shit. That's not true. We're going to talk over music like something fierce. Yeah, because yeah, we're assholes. Yes, we are. It's because we're talk radio, yes, man. We are. We're talk radio. Dude, good ad. Nice ad. Dude, that's fist love right there. Ooh. I don't know. And here I am thinking I was, was going to be afraid of your choices. Uh-huh. See? See? Oh, I... Oh. I just listen to it and even the background. I'm so sorry you guys can't hear it. I love this track. It's a good song. Good song. I can drive down the road cranked up. Are we on number four? Is that true? That's four. Yes. Jesus Christ. All right. Exactly. Yeah. Clean my wounds. Jesus. Hello? Said I can't heal that kind. <laughs> All right, man. You're up. Yeah, Europe. Asia. No, wait. Oh. Wait, where do we go? No, uh, no. I'm adding, I'm adding <laughs> Australia. I'm actually adding that to my library as we speak. <clears throat> there it goes. On my library. On the library. That was a good one. On the biblioteca. I'm almost impressed. Almost impressed. Almost. Dolly Parton, the corrosion conformity. Clean I'll take it. <laughs> Proud of you. You're a superstar, brother. Sweet sour sauce on my pussy. Get her the sauce. She wants it her way.
Whopper! <laughs> Whopper Logans! It never gets old. Turn it the turn the main down, Skid Row. <laughs> I can't hear you, brother. <laughs> it's the way I want to talk music. No, me neither. They tell me to shut the fuck up. Pretty much. Okay, so my number four, 1996, The Great Southern oh. Trend Kill, Pantera. And again, this was another one this that album, I had listened to this album enough is, that is this wasn't a B-side for me. <clears throat> this, this album, I feel, is very obscure. There's not, I don't think there's really anything that comes out, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, coming from the Far Beyond Driving beforehand, 94, with Five Minutes Alone, Becoming, I'm Broken, and Vulgar Display of Power in 92 beforehand. Now, I, lo- I'm, I come from, I mean, one of my favorite Pantera songs is fucking Hostile. Well, because I mean, it's fast as shit, and it's, so that's the thing, is the thing that puts Pantera apart is you had like the three, well, maybe four heavy hitters. You had Iron Maiden. You had Metallica, you had Megadeth, and you had Pantera. Metallica was kind of like, I'm sorry, Pantera was kind of like the odd man because they were the the screamy, the faster, the heavy. I want to say even Slayer, because I think Slayer was before I suppose you can throw Slayer in there. But I I always felt like these were kind of like the odd man out because they they were a lot heavier. Um, Suicide Note Part 2 was the song that I picked. Dose. Because... If this song was released today, I think it would fit okay. Because of the screaming, the the quickness of it. It survives the test of time. I, I, Most yeah. Pantera does. Yeah, but I, I think this one would definitely put out... I mean, you could play this at a warp Tour. You could play this at a, at a Hard Rock Festival. You know what I mean? I think it, w- it would be fine. And I think it would blend very well. Fun fact, the two opportunities that I actually had to see Pantera live, I'm pretty sure they played Suicide... No, part two. Yeah. I want to say me too. Yeah. Like when they, uh, Pantera was all about kicking your ass. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was. Like they, and I, I know like the radio play, the radio play was like with Cemetery Gates and it was with. But that didn't even uh, get, that didn't even get radio play. Walk. Cemetery Gates. That was soundtrack. It was with Walk. Walk, walk. was yes. like huge, which obviously they'll play, they'll play Walk. Um. I was actually at a show where uh, they, they started playing Cemetery Gates and Phil and Samuel actually smashed a beer bottle on the stage said, fuck that shit. And then I think they like moved on. I, I forget what they followed it up that with. But it, like was much, it was much faster and heavier. Like He wasn't playing Cemetery Gates that day. Which, I was heartbroken. I actually loved the song Cemetery yeah, that, Gates. That's, that's, that's initially what brought me into mm-hmm. Pantera was Cemetery Gates. Okay. Because he can actually sing, but just doesn't choose to. It was surprising. Yeah. Well, these days we'll bust out the guitar. I can play that riff on guitar. We can play it live, and it won't be a... Can you do this? Red Run. Red Run. Shut up. I can play a new level on guitar. It's a great song, though, man. Great choice. Great choice. Great choice. I agree. I will throw a shout-out to Mr. Dave Pottle for... Throwing his playlist at me, and this was on it, so I got to draw back. Well, you know, this my, is the thing: if you're Pantera. if you're a casual Pantera fan, you're gonna know Walk, you're gonna know Cemetery yeah. Gates, a Cowboys yeah. from Hell, maybe you're gonna know yeah. Cowboys <laughs> from Hell. You're not gonna know. <laughs> you're not. You're, I, I mean, and th- there's so much Pantera out there that is just phenomenal. I agree. 
They were so great. But really I'm gonna actually, I'm actually gonna double this. Yeah, double from, legend. Uh, legendary. From their um, their debut album, Cowboys from Hell. <laughs> uh, Message in Blood, I think, is phenomenal. That's another another B track that actually just made me think of it. Uh, it's right after Medicine Man, number ten on the album. Ten out of the twelve. Also, a very very good song. You can't go wrong with Pantera. No. Pa- Pantera. 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 Panera. You stop Panera. it. Panera. <laughs> to spray a <of> flower. <laughs> <laughs> Little sun-dried tomato! Marcus. All right, track number five. I want you guys to think of, like, a really cool drum beat. Like, th- to start it off. Maybe one, like, little little synth. Phil Collins? Little synth. Little synth to get you into it. <laughs> Oh, no. Holy Christ, oh. what just happened? I killed it. I blame, I, I blame Marcus. Jason killed No, I blame Anthony. I blame Anthony. He brought up Phil Collins. I want you to think of what some think of <laughs> as uh, an epic metal band in the world. With this soft-spoken tune. Metallica? It's not what you're thinking from Marcus. Deep what are you talking about? I think I think you're painting me in a bad light right now, Jay. I'm not painting you in a bad you light. You know what? I kind of picked you're this off for paint? you because and no I, one let I me feel paint? It, 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 it warms it it tickles the cockles of my heart. Kids, I'm going Megadeth for song number five. It's a song that I'm gonna B list the shit out of this because I don't think you you would really consider this song when you think of Megadeth, but it's trust. Can so. Since we've talked about Megadeth, I've dwelled. His, I ponder, I, I, I've dwelled. I, I've wandered now, down that now, road. Now follow me on this. His, I know his vocals aren't the greatest, but I feel like his lyrics are very good. He is good. Like he he knows how to write. Oh, lyrics. he's a great. He's a fantastic writer. That seems to be with like they they flow well. The the, the topic behind them is very well. He's a smart dude. Mm-hmm. He's a very smart dude. He's just also an egomaniac. Well. All lead singers in the world. Well, most lead singers in the world. Marcus. Marcus. Hello. Hello. Say hello and preach. I have no comment. So. <laughs> now I call this a B song, even though if I if you look this song, if you look up Trust, it's off a of 1997 Cryptic's writing. Great album. Or Cryptic writings, rather. Excuse me, I, I put the wrong syllable on the wrong emphasis. I, I was with you. They have um, a lot of albums. cryptic writings. They do have a shit ton. Now, there is a star next to Trust because it's, <laughs> it's 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 they have a Spanish version one. too. But the reason why I picked this song is because I don't think if you think of Metallica, uh, Meta- <laughs> I don't no. think if you think of Megadeth, I'll admit that. Hold on, start over. And here's why: <laughs> I don't think if you think of Megadeth, you're thinking of the song Trust. No. I actually don't recall the first time I heard the song Trust. Like, it was off of... What are you doing right it's now? It's the Spanish version. It's the Spanish version I don't hear English? Spanish. <laughs> I want to get my, my, my Spanish on. All right, now, now I'm just... Ladies and gentlemen. I actually think I... Believe it or not... Over a six-pack. I actually believe... <laughs> believe it or not, Jay. Over I actually album. believe I own this album. It's a great album. It might be in my, my tower over there. Great album. It might not have survived my tower over there. It might have That's been the hard. first song off of it, isn't it? It's track one. I mean, yeah. this is how you know where the album's going. That's probably why nobody likes Megadeth, because 
all our trust. And they're now, like, we're gonna I, I'm, not a, I'm not fully into Megadeth. Are there any other songs that are popular off this album? Um, Almost Heroes. Okay. Has a star next to it. And that's about it. There is a song on here. It's called FFF. <laughs> so you'd say that? That hurts my lip. Well, I don't know. It's just FFF. I'm not sure where to go. Final, Final Fantasy 14, 15. I would like French to go. Track. You just said, like, lyrically, he's um, he's very on point. So there's a song in here called She Wolf. Yes. Um, she Dash Wolf. FFF, which is what we're listening What well, we are listening to. We have um, Vortem. Have Cool, Will Travel. The Disintegrators. There we go. Sin. so hard. There's a song called I'll Get Even. The song called uh, The Disintegrators. Bullprick. I I can't lie. I I love just sitting here and watching these guys talk about Megadeth. I'll tell you what. I like like the song Trust. It's a good tune. (laughs) It is a good tune. I I enjoyed my listen of it. Prolific drum track right Mm -hmm. off the rip. Coming from a guitar player, it's actually fun to play. I can see that. Like there's there's like a little 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 action where you Finger actually action. feel like you're yeah you you actually feel like you're like doing something but yeah that's my number five Megadeth trust cryptic writings only go remastered though if you don't go remastered you're fucked I can't lie <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie there, there are a lot of like re redone Megadeth tracks that are so much better than the original all right decks. number five for you kid. Number five, Serge Tankian solo. This song scares me. <laughs> it should. There's a lot of weird sounds. It should. This album, number one. The first album. Written, well, I mean, it was his first solo. Yep. Written during Empty the. Empty Walls, I the, think, was the, the big one, Bush, Kirk. yeah, written during the Bush administration. I like the day. I don't know Hugely anybody political plays album. Empty Walls. Serge Tankian plays Empty Walls. <laughs> so does Marked. Who's that? <laughs> we love this song. What are you talking about? Come on. Green Day? Don't interrupt the man's segment. Oh, you just answering your question. God. Huge, huge, huge during the, the Bush administration. It's a very political album. <laughs> like, like, uh, System oh, of a Down yeah. is the same. I mean, well, yeah, but a little more. I think feel like System of a Down is a little more s- underneath the surface. Whereas Surge Tankian was pretty much polio. like. Honking Antelope is one of the Oh, so good. <laughs> I almost picked that one. That was literally my first choice, and then I went with... Ah, Beethoven C, star, 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 was on Rock Band. It was actually one of the songs. It was. It was. And there's really... All of me wants to say it. <laughs> but I will, I will just say the name of this carrot. song that I picked. Beethoven's Carrot. There's not enough letters for Carrot. Let me spell it wrong. C-R-R-T. That's still one more letter. <laughs> C-R-R-T, Kurt. Kurt. Oh. Okay, Kurt. my track is Serge Tankian. Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. That's my number five. The B-side, hidden track. A lot of vocal changes in it, too. Oh, wait, like he, it's like, like high, and then it's like the kind of weird. It's but m- fast. It's manic. It's, it's manic slow. Is it's like it's like the random noises kind of in the he back. He just the last song listed. If you go under iTunes. Now he has a band, right? With this, I doubt it's just him. Well, I mean, there's 
Yes. I think it's like Rob Zombie. Okay. When Rob Zombie plays solo, there are members of White Zombie. I wondered if. Okay, I want you to think when we play Empty Walls. I love that track. It's not just Surge Tanking. I know that. But I wasn't sure if if any of the System of a Down guys were part of it. I don't believe any of the System of a Down guys are in this. No, I can't sing like he sings, so. No one can sing like he thinks. Who did I ask from Jay? What did I do? I didn't do it. Yes, I did. This is number five for you. I only have four written down. Who did I miss? Faith No More, Audio Slave, yep. Birch Hill Dam, Corrosion oh, and Conformity. that's what I forgot. Oh, the hate on the Birch Hill. He's quite the lyrics. The oh, lyric like he... Like <laughs> vocal <laughs> gymnastics from Surge yeah, Tank. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had so much fun doing that news article when we right. did the system of a down lyrics. He wasn't here for that. <laughs> Early episode. I love Search Tank, Ian. So much more than I like System of a Down. Okay. Mm. No, I do. All right. That, 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 you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. I have listened to Search Tanky and Solo stuff so much more really? than I've listened to System. And I like System. I like System. Mm-hmm. They have their tracks that I'm like, stand out. Like, awesome. Uh, this entire album... Beginning to end. Now I do like empty walls. I'm 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 going to be that guy, and I'm going to bring Wait, up so my my choice. Then I'll be that guy. I'm I'm going to bring up the fact that I owned and still own a Zune. I know that too. Okay. I now back in the day, work, but Zune had this tracking system, and they they tracked what's what you listen to. And you got rated worldwide on what you listen to. I was the number one listener in the world for this album. Yeah. Like, I mean, I listened the shit out of this album. Now, have you listened listened to the other ones? The second solo album. I don't know if there's a third one. I think there's a couple. I know there are two. There's a live one. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking. That's in between. Okay, that might be it. The second one. Not as. I didn't remember as much as the first one. One of our members of the cover band told us that he doesn't like playing empty walls. Who was it? I don't remember. How do you not love this song? Oh, I love this. And we're, we're, we're away from five, Praise the Lord know, and Passing Ammunition. The couple of times we actually played this live, like Ralph's Rock Diner yeah, and like one night, like, like we, got, we got great reception. Empty Walls? Just I, as true today as I it actually, was back then. I have the, I have and the, I have the video of us playing that yeah. song, and like the, there's like a lady in like the background, like behind the camera. Oh my god, I love this song. <laughs> I love the Jersey I love, accent. I love that added oh commentary. I love this album. I can't give this album enough lip service. <laughs> but I, I forced to, to pick get the a, band in here. A We're gonna have to talk about this. We're gonna be like, which one of you fuckers is only playing empty walls? For, forced to pick a B side. Yeah. You five I picked Praise the Lord and Pass the Ammunition. All right, five balls, Anthony, bro. So I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> that guy. I, I was that, that guy. That guy. I'm going to... This is their... And I'm going to... I probably get a lot of flack, and that's fine. 
Flack, flack away. Flack away Dude, via email them. and Facebook Messenger. Fucking riddle this, the shit out of this motherfucker. Yeah, riddle the shit out of me. Gordon. That came out weird. I said riddle, but you, oh. you can say rail. That's cool. Oh, well. just got weird. 2005. I'm going to name a couple songs of this album, which I'm sure you have all heard. Photograph. <laughs> Def Leppard! Wait, what? Rockstar. Scorpions! <laughs> Animals. The animals? <laughs> I have chosen Nickelback. Now. Son of a monkey shit. <laughs> G-H-E-Y. Now. We're I... not being political. We're not being, like, it's, it's spelled with an E-Y-H-E-Y. Don't. Back off, haters. Back off, haters. J-E-H. Good lord. Now, I my, hate being politically corrupt. Um, what track are you blessing us with here? Might so. Um, oh yeah, um, the song that I picked is "Side of a Bullet." Okay. I grew up with Nickelback. I'm so from, sorry. From <laughs> their uh, their uh, the state uh, 1999 was okay. Uh, when Silver Side Up came out, um, "How You Remind Me" was the big one. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure we all know that song. If you don't, you lived under a rock. Pretty much. The rest of that album is actually very good. It's it's heavier. It's a lot more. Hold on, yours. Uh, all the reasons came out, and that's the one that hit the radio between Photograph, Animals, Rockstar, all those. You're my photograph. Now, the <laughs> somebody once told me if you went to a Nickelback show. Like all these like poppy girls were like showing up at like this Nickelback show, and like they would actually like perform live and. It was like something completely different than what you would expect yeah. from a Nickelback show. I mean, I've always called bullshit. Considering he married Avril Lavigne, I'm inclined to believe it. He won. Now, lead singer. Yeah, I learned true. so much from doing that's this true. podcast. Lead singer married right. to Avril yep. Lavigne. Well, I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit over here and sip my beer and let you guys talk about this. Okay, so <laughs> there's actually four or five songs off this album which are very heavy. Uh, they're very all very good. I'll follow you home, fight for all the wrong reasons. Next contestant, all very good songs. HMOA number six PACK at gmail.com if you want to talk about heavy music. Um, um, subject Anthony. <laughs> that's fine. This song, Side of a Bullet, <laughs> it's probably one of the heaviest songs that they have. But this song is a tribute to Dimebag Daryl. Which is why they wrote it. Which is why the guitar riff is what it is. Side of a bullet. The uh, the lyrics go, Your his brother watched you do it. A little wind because, windy. Um, I like it. Yeah. Because um, Vinnie Paul in the back, brother to Dimebag Daryl, saw the whole thing. That's where the whole brother saw you do it. In front of all these people, blah, blah, blah. Um, not only that, the song's great. It has a good meaning behind it. The song's an awesome song. It's heavy. All the stuff I like about it. Um, and haters gonna hate. It Plus is, their drummer is phenomenal. It is Nickelback has a great drummer. Popular to hate Nickelback. It's, it's like the number one band to hate. You know, it, literally, it is so socially acceptable to hate Nickelback. You know, I never made it as a wise man. Never met. Never made it as a poor man. <laughs> and. As much bullshit as I give Nickelback, 
They do produce listenable music. Oh, they're fine. It's like... Didn't we just have this conversation with Creed? Like, weren't you, like, all, like, me Creed? Yeah, but I'll give more credit to Nickelback than I will Oh, uh, that's... That, no. You, <laughs> I will. Fuck Creed. That's a line right there. You see that nip on its side right there? I'm a listed and underage team. In my tour bus with Kid Rock. All you're doing, all you're doing is giving everybody's radio like a bad, a bad, a bad speaker system right now. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, if you're gonna defend Nickelback and you're not over gonna... Creed, really? Yes. Really? You stop it right now. I don't like well, hypocrites. Well, the thing is, is that Nickelback and Scott Stapp. Well, he's a little bit of a psycho. Is a hypocrite. Oh, are we gonna censor him too? Is that what we're gonna do, Jake? No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold him accountable. He did that for saying I'm pro Jesus, I'm pro Christianity, but I'm going to sleep with an underage fan. (laughs) Nickelback at least is like we're Canadian. Nickelback's a bunch of fucking poses. I don't want to be angry at him. Now now here's the thing. Everybody hates Nickelback, but what did Nickelback do wrong? Nothing. They posed. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Look at me, thing. I'm so pretty. I'm what they did is is Do you want to hear my honest he gl- opinion? He glazes he glazes tips and like frosts them up like all nicely. Nickelback like, there. So did the back is boys. the Metallica. Oh, you stop it right now. You bite your fucking tongue. Of the I'm not going to allow this to happen on Heavy Metal. <laughs> We're not going to compare Nickelback to Metallica. Uh, the Metallica you stop it right now. of the 2000s. You can't say that because they have a real drummer. Oh, there it is. Hulken to the nuts. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Marcus, you still have one more. Oh, no, you don't. I'm the last one, aren't I? Yeah, you're That's it. Five. Buddy. Yep. No, I have my last one. He still has no, the killing joke. No, I can quit it. You, you, you're cut off. No, I'm. I mean, no, no he's he's Jake. I, uh, uh, you know what? This is the second time I'm retiring from my show. We haven't gone over a beer. I can't believe we just had nickel. We had, we just had Nickelback Metallica in like this. That's right. <laughs> he crossed the line that he drew. That means war. <laughs> this, is, this is the line of death. You cross it, you die. This is the line of death. You cross it, you die. No, wait. Shit. This is the line of death. You cross it, you die. <laughs> Maybe I do this. Maybe I do this. I, have, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Why do I talk like a baby Mexican? <laughs> no. Really? Yes, no. I completely endorse Nickelback over Creed. Hey, I'm in here. And... Post Black Album, yes, Nickelback is the Metallica of the 2000s. Of the 2000s or of alternative rock? Post 2000s. So you're gonna go by year, not by genre? Yes. They played music to the masses. This is not. 
That is what not, Metallica did. So, and after the Black okay, Album, okay. that is, is literally what this Metallica is a, this did. This is like the worst analogy in the history of the planet. Well, no, and I see where Jay's going because they, I don't want to use the word sellout, but they did. They played to make money. Yes. Not, not, what not music wise, but they played to make money. The Black I, Album. I will alone. not call them like uh, on par, like talent wise or writing wise, but. Their in terms actions. of yes, their, in terms their, of their reading the music industry, yes, reading I what with people are I playing. I, I'm actually so blown away by this one. I I can't even argue it. You know who you're a lot like. You stop it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. I swear to God. <laughs> So we can, we, can we I end we this on a, an agreeable? We haven't had a flip table. Can I end this on this podcast? I'm a, swear to a star, sixth track, hidden track on something that I think we all can agree on. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. It's not even funny. I hate all of you so much. I don't even know what he's showing him. I don't even know why I'm here. We're all familiar with tools. You know, oh, you I know what you're doing. You guys better take the audio with you because if you think this is getting edited, fuck you. <laughs> I expect no <laughs> editing. It's such a dick right now. <laughs> I feel like we can all agree on this last track. Gentlemen. Yes. Can I use that term lightly? I have to I have to I have to bring in the reins. Don't do it. Don't do it. I have to bring in the reins. It, it, We're talking yeah. tool now. What? Last track. I'd like to think. <laughs> you just added that one in. I did. Because you said I could. <laughs> I would just like to. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't, why don't we bang I want, the reviews and get it done? I want to I bring everybody to my world right now. Like Somebody just told me to compare Nickelback to Metallica. <laughs> I feel like I just pissed in the pool, and I'm okay. We had a news article today. The number one thrash song like of all time was like "Battery." And I actually album? threw out a followed by "How tune. You Remind Me." I I, <laughs> I actually threw out a B-side tune of "Hero of the Day," which came after the Black Album, yep. when they quote unquote sold out, which I'm not. And we're talking about Metallica being compared to Nickelback. I did it. Simpsons did it. Fuck Homer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there are three hosts on this show. If you're a Metallica fan, I just want you to know Marcus is over here, buddy. HMOA, number six, P-A-C-K, at gmail.com. You can send all your hate mail. Just uh, subject the matter to either Jay or Jay. Anthony. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. I welcome all the hate you can aim at I, my name. I am unoffendable. I'm a hurt soul right now, so I, I don't even know can, how to. Can I do the, can, can, can I give the. I don't care what. The breaker. I don't care what. Anyway, that's anybody. We're all, we're all fans of Tool, right? No. You're just being. Now, are you thinking like contrarian. a wrench? No, you hurt my feels, bro. I'm cut deep. If you're cut deep by a Metallica statement, then. Compared to fucking Nickelback? 
right. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it today. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna lose my mind today. I'm not doing it. Make you a little past for that. that <laughs> a little past that. So, uh, tool. What do you want to do? What do you want? Disgustipated. Track sixty-nine. <laughs> off of the second tool album. First tool album. Yeah. Uh, let me stop playing Nickelback. Do you want to touch screens together? Kind of. I need to leave. I need to leave. I feel dirty. What's going on right now? We're playing more Nickelback. I'm good. You're such an evil bastard. I like it. <laughs> right, what are you talking about? What are you actually saying? Tool. Disgustipated. Disgust. It's track 69. Hidden track on Undertow. People say first album, but it's their second album. Um, has sober. Prison sex. I put too many O's in my tool. But, you know. Not the first time. There's a band called Tool that's not Tool? What? Hmm. You getting that too? Yeah. Okay, so I'm not the only one. Is Tool not on Spotify? Or iTunes? Did Maynard James Keenan hack Could've. Spotify? I mean, I don't think they're hmm. on here. Interesting. Not, not something that I'd be surprised with. I mean, I what he use his name but it's true uh, Kid Rock refuses to put any of his music on Spotify on iTunes oh he's a chump no because I've I've definitely there is a band called Tool Terrible. with 31 with 31,000 listeners Schism how about, by, how about Schism by Twinkle Twinkle Little Rockstar <laughs> What is going on right now? I don't even understand. We're Warning, transporter. We, we are beyond mix. the downward spiral. <sighs> We've hit the slow roll, the descent into hell. Gates, they're Cerberus. We're going to have to take your word for it. We can't listen to it. He's he's looking at us, and he's saying, "What? you can't go to YouTube? Yeah, I was going to say YouTube. I'm not YouTubing nothing. You know what? No, I'm putting my goddamn Look, foot down. Just because you're this whole segment's bullshit. Not frosted over Nickelback. You stop it right now. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And you're poking the bear right now. I, I know what you're trying to don't do. Don't poke the bear. And I want you to stop don't it. Don't poke the bear. You know who I who I uh, match with the Metallica's um, Dream Theater. It's all like Donkey Kong. I'm not responding to any of this. <laughs> you can just say it as a it's fine. I feel like as the episodes go on, I feel like... It unravels a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not just that, but I feel like it's what can Anthony and Jay say... To piss Marcus off. To piss Marcus off. <laughs> who is, like who is so even-tempered. Like, he's so, like, like okay, that's cool, that's uh, cool, that's cool. I'm not even mad, bro. I'm just saying. Oh, you are mad. It's a perfect circle that's on. Like, I don't have tool. Like, there's no that's tool. That's weird. That's kind of weird. 
I know, but doesn't, it does sound doesn't like Tool him, have some like licensing issues too? Somewhere? I think it's Warner Brothers. I want to say Warner Brothers. Because didn't he lose some copyright action going? I on think so. With the producer, and and that's the... probably his issue. I think that's why Perfect Circle started originally. <clears throat> Alrighty, are we um we reviewing beer today? Or what do you guys want to do? If we do it quickly. I gotta go get my other beer. Okay, I'll start then. Start away. Today, um, uh, it's actually the uh, last uh, episode I did a Not Your Father's, and this one I did the Not Your Father's Mountain Ale, which Tasty. I have two words: Tasty. Mountain Dew. Yeah, that, I mean, I mean, that's, it's pretty that's much it. what it is. That's it. Tastes that's like it's it. Supposed to be. I mean, yeah. It's dangerous. It's only five yeah, percent alcohol, but which when, is you, when you drink all, drinks. you know, six of them, <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna perfect this. I'm gonna give it a six. Okay. That's a perfect brew for you. Yeah. Holy shit! Because it tastes like Mountain Dew. I can't. Argue. What more do you want? I can't argue with them. It's not bad at all. It tastes like Mountain Dew. They don't even taste the alcohol. All right, guys. I want the main. I have the uh, Baxter Brewing Company. It's called Tarnation Maine Lager. Baxter's pretty good. I like Baxter. They're pretty good. I, I, no, I went with the. I mean, I went with the Maine Lager. I'm a Lager guy. I enjoy the. I enjoy the Lager. Um, gets you away from the, Sam's you know, the, the hops and the IPA and like whatnot. There's a little bit of a thickness to this compared to like other Lager okay. lagers. It's a little. I mean, pretty heavy. It's that Maine like, moose juice they use. Yeah. But it's it's, uh, it's it's drinkable. I enjoyed it. I'm down. I'm down with the Baxter. I'm cool. down with Maine. I like Maine too. I mean, Maine's a good time. Portland, uh, mm-hmm. great city. Love visit. Love visiting Portland. Good winery. Don't generally remember any of my nice trips. Beaches. Don't me- don't generally remember any of my trips like while driving home. But that's a, that's cool. Good. Give it a four. I'm a four. I'm okay. a four for the for the Baxter locker. Thank you. Man. I didn't realize that you had down east. I like down east. First time ever. If I had to pick a cider of my choice, down east would be the way. That's to a go. colorful box for a down it east. It is. It's, well, it's Aloha. It's pineapple. Aloha Friday. Holy fuck, down east. Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, I think they're True. Really local. Yeah. I do not expect. I that. like their like their regular I kind of one. Expected Jersey. They send hot girls to the beer festivals. Boston does. Denise does. Because <laughs> I think I was with you when I tried them for the first time. Probably. I think it's the one in Lumberton. I, I think, remember uh, keep I, going. I, I remember keep going back to that card. I mean, if I'm gonna. We'd like another yeah. sample, please. If I'm gonna grade based on ciders. Can we just have a can? Yeah, right. <laughs> just make it easy. Give it a five. Do cider? You can't go wrong with any cider. No, pineapple and cider. Your wallet can, but but. And all I can taste is pineapple. So I'm down. I taste like pineapple. As as people who know me, I I like the pineapple. Mm -hmm. I'm down with the sickness. (laughs) Oh, uh, uh, uh. (laughs) aloha! Ha 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 ha! See what you did there. (laughs) Is that it, guys? Yeah. I think so. All right. Be sure to leave any and all feedback on any of the social media platforms at HMOA number six B A C K. 
We found a uh, Facebook uh, heavy metal over a six pack. Email directly hmoa number six pack at gmail.com. Uh, please go give the show a rating, whether it's on Facebook, iTunes, Podomatic, like whatever whatever platform you find us on. We I love ratings. Your father. Shoot us an email if you want to actually uh, hear some content from us, um, album reviews, or if you want to be the, the first participant on the email of the day segment, because that, that's like totally People, coming. Do it. For fuck's sake. Whether you love us, hate us, or just can't stop listening to us, like we want to know about it. I know you're metal fans. You have opinions. A lot of you are douchebags. My fans are actually plastic. This episode is going to turn out to be. <laughs> this episode is probably going to turn out to be pretty on the long end, but you know what? I think you got a pretty killer episode on the out of this one. Very, very we, knowledgeable. We had a good time. We did. I think we, we, like we pushed say, Marcus to the like very edge of, of the. Yeah, and this you know, box you, of you chocolates. I'm not going to. Was cyanide laden for Marcus. <laughs> I'm not going to flip out every single episode. It's not happening. It's just not happening. This is Marcus, Anthony, and Jay signing out. Peace. This is Sparta. <laughs> that is the end of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time. <laughs>